Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Experience. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What's going on? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. I'm going to be totally fucking honest. You have to. We we literally just sat down and uh, did the David Blaine episode, but I didn't press record. So this, uh, I don't know, this first 25 minutes is going to be fucking awkward. It's a journey into the unknown. You're not even going to get how's our weeks because it would just be so, so fake and gross to do that again. So if you're wondering why this episode is going to start off weird, just... Uh, I can do a Cole's Notes in my week. No, we're not going to do that. That's insane. Um, we are going to rate the week, though. Normally, we have a little, you know, five minutes of, like, jovial, how was your week? We talk about some non-Joe stuff, and then we start the show. But literally, I, I just, ugh, so bummed to myself. I had a good week anyways. Simon had an okay week, and my week as usual was shit. Um, we rated the week what? I gave it a three. I gave it three and a half. And I gave it a two. Uh, David Blaine. <laughs> David Blaine. <laughs> just to surmise where we got. To this point, Matt hates this episode. No, no, we'll past. get to that. Oh, we're going to do, do the, do the oh, episode. Okay, yeah, okay, like okay, we're not going to okay. not do the episode. Okay, okay. We'll okay. just we'll just pretend like nothing happened. We had a great week. Thanks for asking, Matt. Uh, this week we had the Magic Man fifteen twenty seven David Blaine. Then we had I think I'm losing my mind fifteen twenty eight Nikki Glazer, and then we finish off with the ladies of comedy Whitney Cummings and Annie Letterman fifteen twenty nine. And yes, it was a three and a half, a three, and a twos were the rating, respectively. Uh, I apologize. It's on me. I didn't press the button. It was a very lady-centric week. I'm, I forgot to mention that at well, the beginning of last episode. Matt sent over that stat thing. It's like 90% of the guests are male. So yeah. I guess he's trying to flatten the curve. He's trying, to buff, the he's trying to buff the numbers before the Spotify deal Add the stats. In. That thing you sent is crazy. When you start looking at some of the... Um, How many people... Some of the people have been on so many times. Well, the unf- 80 times. The that, unfair, was, that was really weird to look at. I'm sorry. The unfair part of that is like for a guy like Tom Papa, let's say, mm-hmm. in the more recent future, he's been on a ton. Whereas like... The more that, recent future? Um, I'm with you. I, I don't know. Sorry. my I, I'm... F- <laughs> whatever. It's fine. The people in the first... 300, 400 episodes. A lot of repeats. A lot of comedians. So guys like Ari were on, in the first four years, they were on 20 times, you know? Even then, Eddie Bravo, too. He was on a shitload at the Ag- beginning. A- agreed. So that kind of warps the stats. We really should be looking from, like, 20... Sam Harris. From Sam Harris. Perfect. Love it. I would say, well, sure. Yeah. We, we've, we've come to that conclusion that there's a drastic change in the guests and the quality of the show after the Sam Harris episode. But either way, if you go to JRE, I think it's JRELibrary.com. Is that is that the website? I don't remember. I'm not sure. Okay. There were stats for all the... I can look it up. Hold on. Okay. One second. What I've said over and over again is Dom Irera used to always be on it. 
Yep. And Dom Irea started a podcast and quit it, obviously, um, at Joe's behest, as Joe is beholden to do to all his friends, get him to start a podcast. And that's the weirdest person that I, I you know, once you hear from someone four or five times, it's like, oh, well, we'll see what they have to offer. But I sort of miss him and wonder why he never got back on. I find it hilarious that we did a throwback for Shane Smith and we couldn't figure out why we couldn't find the specific episode we were looking for because he's been on 10 fucking times. I thought he'd been on... Looking for two or three. I thought he'd been on three. three times. Yeah, that's where... So I now it makes a lot more sense. And how he's not on near the end. Sorry, song. That's okay. JoeRoganLibrary.com. Okay, yeah. JoeRoganLibrary.com. Sweet. Yeah. It was a JRE library. That's what I said. But what is it? I like how I looked it up and then... And then uh, forgot. JRE library. JRE library.com. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Worth everybody's time if you like Rogan. All right. Well, let's get into uh, David Blaine, which as I previously mentioned, we already... We literally were about to rate the episode and I realized the light wasn't on and there was no time and I feel like a fucking moron. So... Well, stop beating yourself up. It's all right. Um, uh, I think we all agreed that this was a sonic abortion of a podcast. If you just to listen to it. Oh, so I'll, again, I'll start by saying to give the listeners. Yeah, well, I have to give the disclaimer. I have that. I have that thing. There's actually a name for it, too, where like sounds drive you fucking nuts. I can't. I'd have to look it up. But it's not sounds, though. It's uh, background noise or. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's it. It's not every sound in the world drives me that's crazy. I'd I just mean. be pulling my fucking hair out. It's but body like, noises. Like, here's a good example. When I play video games, I have a headset on. It's usually pretty loud so that you can hear the sounds of the game really well. If a friend of ours or multiple friends are in the chat, then they're in my headphones. The amount of times that a friend of mine will be like chewing on chips. Yeah, Doritos, that'd be disgusting. And it drives me, like, it's... Oh, my God. It drives me fucking crazy. So, Matt, you suffer from misophonia that's it which is a disorder which means sufferers have a hatred of sound such oh as God. eating chewing oh loud breathing or even repeated pen clicking i just fucking that's you do a t yeah and that's david blade and little duval i honestly so this podcast now the first half seemed like okay but the second half is like kamar said i just don't listen to it if you're gonna if you want to if you want to ingest this podcast go watch it on youtube that's the first fucking thing I'm going to tell you. You have to watch this podcast. The idea, like I said, and I'm a listener. I never watch. But the idea of listening to this one, it would have turned me off too. When you're watching it, there's a lot more fun to it. Like, I, I understand you were getting annoyed. The but sound of someone regurgitating, like, water for five straight minutes. It was so amazing. And you know what the greatest part about him spewing the water out was? Is that, first of all, I don't think that was part of the trick. I don't think he always does that. You think the frog's think supposed he, to come up earlier? I think he drank way too much water. And when he was saying, I have to locate the frog in there, I think the less water that's inside him, the easier it is for him to locate the frog. Like how many frogs do you think sense? have perished in this guy for well, him to figure said, this shit he out? He said no, no frogs have been He's hurt. Never yeah, he heard has to frog. say that. He has to. I just want Peta on his ass. Well, that's, and, and to your point, Matt, I think that's why he had to, he said he had never drank this much water before. I think he had to drink excessive amounts of water because he couldn't have that frog come up dead. If that frog comes up, I guess it's not live anymore. They could have cut it out, but. Yeah. It seemed like he was drinking more water than usual because he said he was supposed to drink six it liters. It seemed like he was making up as he went along. But anyways, back to... So he kind of just opens his mouth, 
and a little bit of water comes out. And then he opens his mouth again, and it's just like floodgates of water. It was like a tap. Yeah, I could hear it. I it mean, was, it's... Dude, it was incredible. And Joe's like, incredibly do disgusting. we need to get you a bigger bucket? And he's like, yeah. They got a second maybe. bucket. And then, yeah, Jamie rushes in with the... Like this little plastic bucket. Oh man, it was. Yeah, hilarious. needless to say, Jamie made his money for this fucking episode. Yeah, he had to baby bird it for the win. But I'll I'll be with you guys on the build up to that trick to bringing a frog up. Took a half hour. It was ridiculous. And we surmised, as we said before, there's nothing really magic about him. It's more illusionist no, trickster. That's right. He doesn't do any magic. But he uses magic a lot, which is confusing. He does magic with a C. Not magic, but the magic. <laughs> it's totally ruined because it's gone into the whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I uh, mean, I said this. I Oh, Jesus. I think this episode would have been great had he not done any fucking tricks or illusions. Just to come up and the technical aspects about things he had done. Sorry. Suffice. Not tricks, illusions. Tricks well, are something whore does for cash. <laughs> or coke. <laughs> 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 Sorry, oh man, yeah, that's so that's so amazing. Um, what I was gonna say was, do you think that? Um, oh no, I lost it. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what were we talking about before. You Illusions. Made me laugh. Sorry, we were just talking about his uh, his regurgitating frogs and how it's not magic. Oh, it's what I was gonna ask was, what did he do besides uh, stick the all through his arm? Like, weren't those the, the only pick? two tricks? The ice pick and the frog? Yeah. And the card trick. Before I, we the didn't see episode. any card trick. No, well, but that's what I mean. He that would have been Yeah, but there was, you said, the buildup to the fucking frog it was a half so hour. Long. That's what I'm getting at, Maddie. If Not to mention, just... hold on, they also, for the first time ever, like, they cut the podcast off to, like, clean up his blood and shit. Like, this to me was one of these ones that just wasn't, I don't mind. I love Joe, I love this podcast. That's why I listen to it. That's why we have a podcast dedicated to it. I I like the fact that it's like a fly-by-night operation and it's not so like TV, like it has to be this or that. But there's sometimes where it's like, guys. Well, you'd be fucked if you do, fucked if you don't, because if you just sat there listening to the setup stuff, you'd be frustrated. But I, I guess that adds the patois. He should have come on. Uh, and again, I'll agree with you guys here. He should have come on, done a couple of tricks where he freaked, Joe Rogan the fuck out like with a card with his name on it that came out of his stomach or something like that. You know, one of those ones. He didn't need to do the frog. I, I totally agree with you there. I think it's the war between uh, just an audio podcast and a video podcast. I agree with that too. I still though, I still think I, I would have just, per I, again, this is just what I would have preferred. Maybe there's probably people out there that were like, this was incredible. No I really way. wanted to see him. No way. Okay. Maybe not. It I'm just unenjoyable. I mean, I agree. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To watch whoa, it was whoa. one thing. It it's, was still it's disgusting when he's, the water's coming out. Like I said, he's no Stevie Star. It was. You want to see a real regurgitator look up Stevie Star. Okay. Who cares about the regurgitating? That was a pretty minor part of the episode. It's way more amazing when you see what Stevie Star does. I'm just saying he wasted our time to do a lame ass yes. version. We should have just talked about all the crazy tricks he did. I would have liked to have heard his. Um, view on the british guy there uh the push mm -hmm. darren, brown. darren brown like that's the kind of thing i was i agree 100 interested in from david blaine but again i think they're in totally different realms i don't think david blaine would totally i was david just, blaine thinks he's a magician i wanted to hear 
what David Blaine kind of thought about other forms of manip manipulation, maybe what he thought about real magic, you, you know, like uh, those would have been things that would have interested me. What he thought about real magic. Yeah, no, we're people, not even going to get back to People who can do real magic. Well, it'd be amazing if they start having a, a bar and fiber conversation about the push. Well, Especially Joe hasn't seen it. So. As, as we're coming to the end of an era, it'd be a, a big payoff for me. I mean, I guess the thing about magicians is, A, they're never going to reveal anything, like, illusion-wise, so fine. That's that's I, cool. That's yeah, I don't, the cool part of it. Listen, I don't expect that. I didn't expect him to come on and, and divulge anything. But, like like you said, the parts, the parts I enjoyed were him talking about uh, the kid who learned how to throw dice and, like, the sleight of hand stuff. Some of his origin stuff, you know, that stuff is great. That's what you want someone to come on for. I didn't want him to come on and do a bunch of illusions. That's all. You know when... Um Joe kept asking him, like, so what are you doing there? You know, when he was talking about, um, like, coaxing the frog out or whatever. Like, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know. He kept saying, I don't know. And I guess that could be a magician thing where you're not allowed to give away your tricks. But I kind of took it more as, like, he legitimately didn't know. Sometimes when you learn how to do something. You just do it. Like, I can blow bubbles off of my tongue. Can you do that, either of you? I've wanted to all my life. I used to be able to. Spit bubbles. Yes. It's just it's disgusting. I, it's Especially in these times. Totally gross. I would never do it now. I'm just saying that is a skill I have. I, there was some kid in grade nine who sat beside me who did it in class. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was tried to explain it to me. But you can't <laughs> explain it. It's like, you just, it's just a feel thing. I get it. And I imagine that's the same for, because again, not real magic. He's tr teaching himself a skill. Mm-hmm. I just imagine that's why he couldn't explain it to Joe because how do you explain a feeling, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And I found that was his answer to a lot of things, especially because he is a, like, that's what he is. He's a manipulator of his body. So he's just, he's more um, like a Buddhist monk. Well, kind of like a Yogi. So you know how, before you asked me if I thought that people could levitate mm -hmm. and I haven't given actually a lot of thought to people levitating themselves. I've, given much more thought to people who are able to levitate objects well first of all you you've given thought to people levitating 200 ton stones so let's just sit there and say that if you could do that you could obviously levitate yourself that's where I, i'm just i'm not sure i'm okay. not sure if um levitating yourself is like a totally different skill than learning to levitate another object mm -hmm. like one is flying the other is like manipulating space and time somehow, you know, I, maybe they're the same thing. I, I just, I have no, but I was just going to say, wouldn't you be manipulating space and time to get yourself up? May, this is a ridiculous may, conversation. Maybe, in my opinion, Matt, either way. maybe it just might have something to do with like, um, fuck. I, I, you know, when you're watching an experiment because you're involved in it, as opposed to like levitating yourself making mm -hmm. yourself weightless as opposed to making something else weightless again it might be the exact same skill and like you said once you master moving giant blocks it's nothing to lift yourself up in the air you know do you think this was one last favor for youtube why is he doing his thing on youtube it's on youtube live yeah yeah that's the only reason he can do the up thing is because it's going to cost so much money but youtube is no, I don't think he, I genuinely don't think he has any relationship with YouTube. Well, he has to have a relationship with YouTube Joe? since he's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, like he wasn't being paid by YouTube. Like, uh, he gets paid by AdSense. As, as a creator, he was just uh, gets, a yeah. contributor. He gets AdSense. 
That's Listen, interesting. I especially, and I'll I'll double down on this. When they were talking about the Spotify deal, he didn't even go to YouTube to see if they wanted to counter the offer. He did nothing. He just took, which again, I couldn't believe that he just took Spotify's first offer. But as I've said before, what if Spotify's videos a total fuck up? I doubt it. Because you know they went down like two days ago. No, I didn't. Spotify went down. So it's not uh, it's not perfect. I, mean, I, I suppose that should happen to YouTube. It'd be really interesting. I've been getting um, remiss watching the episodes on YouTube because I am coming to terms like it's going to be gone. I mean, the clips will still be there, but... But don't you have Spotify? I do not. Yeah, okay. See, I, I subscribe. I pay the $10 a month for Spotify, so... But if you watch anything on Spotify? <clears> there's video? nothing else that offers... So, I mean, keep in mind, hold on. When you... There's certain... There's certain, like, uh, if you go to, um, fuck, I can't, oh, like, Run the Jewels, Ooh La La. If you click on Ooh La La and play the song, the video pretty much plays in the background, but not the whole video. So, like, a one-minute chunk of the video is playing in the background while you're listening to the song. You can turn that on or off if you want, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of songs on Spotify that when you play them have some sort of video component to them already. I mean, I'm sure Spotify is throwing everything they have at making sure it works seamlessly, but it'll still be interesting to see, especially well, for an they, episode like this. They have one week, so they better fucking hope they have their shit together. He said that um, he could hold his breath underwater for 20 minutes. Or 17, but yeah, who's killing? That's insane. Like, that's insane. Some Wim Hof shit. That's some Wim Hof shit. You don't think we're, we're, we're less surprised because we know of the Hoff? I, it, I guess it seems different because David, Hasselhoff? David Blaine just seems like a dorky dork and Wim Hof seems like this specimen, you know? I don't think they have any connection. Although I wouldn't be surprised if he had worked with them. What I want to know is, like you just mentioned connection. That's what I want to... Where is the leap? Like where do you go from doing street magic... To like being like I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in a block of ice. I like I just it's it's a weird leap to me. I think the leap is money, Maddie. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. Think okay, but you okay? Just hold on, back it up a sec. The leap is money. If you're doing a card tricks on the street, what? Who comes to you and says if we put if we, you can learn to hold your breath, and we put you in a block of ice, you'll make a ton of money. Like I don't. Why would you not go to like? What would make you go to David Blaine for that? Or what would make David Blaine be like, this is the I avenue? I think David Blaine was probably doing these card tricks, did this show, and was like, I got to figure out a way to make my magic into money. And he figured out that the way to do that was in these giant spectacles. Like, but his, he had no, a show, his show on like was, A&E. That's what I'm saying. His show, David Blaine Street Magic, was making money. Lots of money. <clears throat> I, I imagine that these... Again, I don't really know this for a fact, but I imagine that these like events he puts on, I think he pitches them, are giant fucking money makers. Like not a television show, but like a special, like a concert, a giant concert, or I just think that they make him so well. Obviously, he's worth forty million dollars. It was making so. money on A and E, and they just kept ramping it up. Like he said, he said in this episode, it's sort of hard thinking of what to do next. Well, Let's also keep in mind the hold on. We always do this. We don't know that David Blaine has made forty million off magic. We could also David Blaine could have made five million dollars off of his show, and David Blaine could have come on and not spoken about the fact that I'm actually an incredible day trader. Or he, have, or he just I got in on Bitcoin. Like a you know what I mean? Like he, smart water. There you or go. Yeah, was, maybe uh, maybe he had Bitcoin in the '90s. Maybe a bunch of fucking dudes 
paid, were like, hey, we don't have any money to pay you for your street magic, but here's 500 Bitcoins but that I, are now he worth. definitely did make a lot of money from just beyond A&E. Just, it's a different time now. He was almost before reality TV took over the landscape. How much money do you really think they pay the actors on A&E? Not much now. Hold on, not an, he's not an actor. You have your own show. That's a little like different. Like Anthony Bourdain was rich from CNN. But hold on, that's you're forgetting, Simon. No you, reservations. He's not an actor on a show. It's his, it's his name is in the show. It's David Blaine Street Magic. He is the executive producer, I would assume. So he makes hmm. the brunt I, of... I'm just thinking of like a, maybe a John and Eight... Plus eight or John, John and Kate, Kate plus eight, like they were in their show and they're they, all fucking they, broke. They'd have now, way less money know? to split up. That's different though. That would be like that was someone coming to them after they had those kids. That was A and E coming to them and going, "Listen, we're gonna make this show around you guys." Keep in mind though, they also got rich off that. John and Kate, they did get rich. So tough argument there. Not okay. I mean, Not forty million rich, but John also had like a gambling and pussy problem, and they had eight kids, so a little bit different. You know, the eight kids doesn't. Uh, God no. Anyways, like, didn't Honey Boo Boo make money? For sure. TLC. Channels? I think you would just be surprised. I think they would have to work an awful lot of years on A and E to get. And you may be think, right. Maybe well, the forty million has nothing to do with his magic. Although I think it his probably does. I'm just rather, saying. I think it does. I think when you look, like, pull up if you want uh, how rich David Copperfield was. And all hold on, he had a Vegas show. For Copperfield like worth hundreds of millions. Totally of dollars. different. He made an awful lot of money doing those, making the Empire State's building disappear. Sure. Those were... Well, that was a different time when... The, that was in the 90s. The, the worst show had 80 million people watching it. Yeah. It's, no, yeah. but that's Kamar's point is like... we yeah. All those shows, they used to make tons of money. When David Blaine was on A&E... Yeah. That, it, it was a long time ago. Yeah. No, no, that was early 2000s. It was before the internet became what it is, like so accessible. People were still watching a lot of TV. How much do you think David Copperfield's worth? You want me to guess? Of course. I think he's worth $300 million. I was going to say 425 million. Jesus Christ. So, $875 million? So dollars? But you're right. I bet you the Vegas, because they get paid a shit ton to. Yeah, dude, do he had a Vegas show for like 10 David. years. That's like, what I'm saying. How much are the uh, Tiger guys worth? Come on. Siegfried and Roy. Rest in peace. Both of them, eh? They're both dead now. Are they both dead? Mm -hmm. oh. Didn't the other guy die this year? He can go on once his partner from, got mauled by COVID, uh, I think. It was probably that bitch Carol Baskin. Holy shit. Have you... Okay, this is hilarious. So remember, don't fuck with cats. Sorry, go ahead. Tell me and then I'm... 120 million. That's it. Okay. Each? Well, that's a combined combined net worth. Wow, so that's sixty million each. Okay, that's okay. still a lot of fucking money. Well, David Blaine's forty million doesn't seem like that much. So anymore. remember, don't fuck with cats. Yes, of course. Uh, group of Facebook sleuths broke the case. Mm -hmm. So right now, on Baskins, on Baskins, there's a group of Facebook sleuths who are trying to prove that Carol Baskins killed her husband. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they think they found the proof by when she dug up her thing and blah, blah, blah. So they're trying to get the courts to give them the access to dig up the septic tank, or the first septic tank or whatever. It's hilarious. Imagine, imagine. There are so many people Carol with time on their hands. I don't know why they don't open up every cold case Ever Thank you. to the internet but imagine, and just say, go fucking or Epstein. Imagine this sure. scenario, Matt, where Carol Baskins goes to prison because this group of people based on a documentary about Tiger King. Yeah. It is so fucking Matrix. Like, it's great. It's incredible. It's, it's hilarious, man.
It's I'm telling you, I, I genuinely, from everything I've seen lately, they should just do that. Any cold case, 10 years old or older, that they have not solved, open it up to the internet. Doesn't matter how gory, like, just do it. You, If you're a family and you want closure, would you care? There I'd be like, do it. There it. haven't been a lot that have been solved on podcasts, but there have been some. Listen, let's say the solve, let's say they open it up to the internet and the internet solved 5% of them. That is an incredible if rate. If they solve 1%, those are 1% that would never That's be solved. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm And with, it's free. I'm with you. You're also forgetting too, they're, 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 there's no police being, like there's no overtime, there's no wasted resources. It's people that are doing this anyway. Fucking do it. The only problem I could see would be if- well, Private information and well, such. And if it becomes like a Me Too type of situation where it's just people exacting vengeance through- the veil of uh, yeah, sleuthery. Sleuthery. What are you looking at, Kamar? So David Blaine's first show was on ABC in 1997. Okay. With Penn and Teller and then the... Um, with Penn and Teller, okay. The Frozen... No, they presented it or something, but the Frozen in Time was the year 2000. Like, and like I said, it, early 2000s was when I remember him being... And there was a, just a different type of money in TV and stuff. I ne it's changed so drastically. I never got to my point earlier about, um, remember I was saying that Dave, in the first draft of this podcast, I was saying that David Blaine said, I won't even do card tricks around some of the kids who are out now because they've come so far. Again, he's- They'll doing, catch on to the trick he's doing is what you're trying to say? He would just be embarrassed. Like his tricks are so shitty at this point. In his stuff's remedial. Because he spends all his time planning up and uh, standing on ice. Those are my favorite, though, the card tricks. I find that shit incredibly Just card throwing amazing. stuff is Do you not watch? Do you watch that Penn & Teller's Fool Us? I have, yeah. Yeah. You see the guy from BC, that Asian guy? It's insane what he can do. I'll I show you the video. With they the do the trick, and then they try to figure out. They don't say, you did it this way. They sort of tell him, we know how you did it or whatever. They yeah. get $10,000 or something. I just watched that uh, totally separate topic. I just watched that Rubik's Cube documentary on Netflix, mm -hmm. the Speed Cube. Mm -hmm. It's only like 25 minutes or 30 minutes, which is super weird. That's a good documentary. Short content. But those guys are nuts, man. Yep. Cup stackers. They're doing those Rubik's Cubes in 5.8 seconds. Yeah. That is insane. But there's a trick to it, right? No, there is no trick. It's 30 yeah, left and 30 right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's all memory. They, they, it's algorithm. It's yeah, all pattern recognition. Saying, yeah. But you have to be able to look at that cube know. and understand that 12 moves later, I have to be here. Like, it's incredible. The guy who's much the best like, at it is obviously an autistic kid because yeah. you have to be so far. But the second best guy, totally normal dude, you know? No, he's not normal. Well, except the for, the, cube for the expert. cubing. Yeah. <coughs> dude i saw a guy on the fucking new york subway one day type in what i can only assume was a hundred digit password for his phone which i thought was the most obscene thing i've ever fucking seen that's hilarious because i was like this guy has to do this every fucking time but that's just i don't know that's just how some people's minds you work. don't want the fucking government getting into your phone man well he like types out pi to 20 digits or something i get well maybe maybe that's what it was you know dude that would be amazing that would be amazing if your code was pi to like a hundred digits. But even then, have you not those seen those people? Have you not seen those people that can memorize like uh, a number that's like to the fucking? It's like eight hundred, uh, three hundred numbers long. Yeah, they're out there. 
And they See, do it by telling a story? That's almost magic. I was just going to say, to me, that's like a form of magic. That's somebody who's able to access a part of their brain that you and I as non-magicians are not able but to But that's access. the thing. It's not because I, I saw the chick who's the best in the world at it. And she was like, I don't, I'm just like you. There's nothing special. She's just, she's like, there's nothing. She's like, it's not, I don't use a special part of my brain. She says, she's like, I make a story out of it. It's a long winded, a very long winded story. That tells me the number. Well, she must have some sort of photograph. And I think they recall for, the story. For sure. You know, that probably wasn't a great example, but like the people who are able to like whatever, move things with their mind or um remote viewing or whatever, they're accessing something. That yeah, I, none of those that things I are proven, think but okay. is in all of us. It is in some that way they're just it, it's again like if we're only using that certain percent of our brain, whatever that is, because I know that the ten percent is wrong. But let's say it's thirty percent or forty percent. It's like what it's like the ocean, you know. What else is out there that we don't even know about? It's some sort of mind over matter, but not necessarily the matter being a rock, the matter being your body or time and space. Well, that's or, what yeah. we hope. Yeah, it's very cool, man. It's very cool. Anyways, as we were discussing, he was on this for um, his newest stunt that he's doing on August 31st, where he's going to fly a bunch of balloons from New Jersey to New York. No, he's not even flying to New York. He's flying up into the clouds until he disappears. He's flying up, yeah. Then he's going to grab a parachute and make his way down. Yeah, I mean, again, this to me... go, ta-da. What is the difference between that and the guy jumping out of the plane from... Well, that's what I was going to, my point was going to be Red David Bull Blaine guy. now seems more like a Red Bull stunt yes, artist totally, than I a totally street agree. magician of any sorts. He's How long did he spend the on the ice? In the ice, you mean? 63 hours. Was that all it was? I have it written down somewhere. <laughs> is that all it was? No, for some reason I thought it was like days and days. That is, 63 hours is days. No, but days. like 42 days. No, that was when he was uh, in the box underground. Buried alive or something. It was like for days and he was talking about how he goes 20 25 days without eating and he'll go days without drinking like listen he may be lying if he can do those things he's trained his body like that's crazy man that's crazy we have to look i don't eat very often i fast for most of the day but then i eat like a motherfucker you know every day well, maybe you should train yourself better so he's flying, like a bunch, he's flying up in a bunch of balloons. And in honor of that, we're doing the movie game with the movie Up. It's the movie game where Simon and Matt go head to head. We got a year movie came out, the budget and the box office. We have not done this yet, uh, no. folks, in the old episode. This is where we realized that we had. Um, but like either of you ran outside and like, check the stats. You both think I was going to pick truly a different movie? I truly never care about winning this thing enough. Exactly. Starring Ed Asner, Christopher Plummer, and Jordan Nagai. That really sounds like somebody who wins all the time, eh? Cocky? No, I don't win all the time. You don't care. Maybe if you lost like I do, you'd have a little more I lose all the fucking time. in winning. <laughs> Did I you guys mean, like Up? I have a year. Up? I didn't see it. You've never seen Up? Nope. Yeah. I'm sure Simon's seen it. You've never seen Up? No. Have you ever seen any of those Pixar movies? I've seen Toy Story. Have you seen Monsters, Inc.? No. You have to watch Monsters, Inc. It's so relevant right now. Okay. Um, what about... Uh, Do you think you cry when you saw up? Monsters, Inc.? Monsters, up. Inc. I'm sure I cried Monsters, in a lot of those Monsters, movies. Inc.'s the one about feelings? It's about being scared. No, it's not about feelings. What? Uh, you're thinking of a different one. 
where they're inside of the person's head yes. and there's like depression. Yes. No, that was stupid. That wasn't Pixar. That I liked was it. uh um what about like old Disney movies, Matt? Did you watch like uh, The Lion I've seen King? Them all. You've seen all of those. I mean, I grew up in the 90s, Simon, so of course I've So you watched those as a kid? The Lion King came out in like 1993, 94, 95. I would have been like 12. Okay. Right? Yeah, no, like just as an example. We took mushrooms and went and watched that in the theater. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, incredible. I'm younger than you. Yeah. It was incredible. But like Aladdin, the only one I haven't seen is Mulan. So no, I'm just trying to get a gauge of, but you definitely, I, I then watched all of like everything else because of my kids. So at that's that what point, I'm saying. You would have given I up. tapped out at like 20. Yes. I think there would have been movies if I had kids or not, just as a stoner that I would have gotten high and wanted to go see. If I'm you were a stoner? If there were movies like that as a stoner, if there were movies like that, that you went and saw. Like no. Up. No. Uh, iRobot? iRobot is not an animated. That's what, a Will what Smith What are you movie. even talking no, about? No, what am I thinking? Wally, Wally. Sorry, Wally. <laughs> I was like, I did see iRobot, but I don't know what relevance that has here. Terminator, Matt. Yeah. It's, uh, I so, never saw Wally. No. Wally. Wally's actually a really hard one to watch. I never saw Wreck It Ralph. Very which Wreck It Ralph would have been dude, one you for me. Totally see Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, if you like video games. Um, what about, did you ever like see Ready Player One? Yeah. Okay. I think that's different though. Ready no, Player no, One no, to me is. wasn't a kid's. It's not. It's not all. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's a, a book actually. It was a really good. I know. Book. Yeah. But of course, as Ready Player One, that's. I feel like that's right up my alley. Right up. We're almost alley. living in a simulation based on video games. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Training yeah. you to be part of the simulation. Yeah. I think we went through this last week, didn't we? With the first-person shooters. Listen, I'm on board there. Did you ever see the last Starfighter? No. That's like the exact same story, but from the '80s. It's a great movie. <laughs> who no, was I never the saw that one. lead in that? Just the guy who totally disappeared. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. What was the movie with Fred Savage where they with the power glove where they introduced the power glove? That's oh. uh, the Wizard. The Wizard. Yes. His little brother nice was work, amazing. Simon, in the video yes. games. It was the Wizard. Yeah. yeah, I had the power glove. Dude, that's hilarious. Fred Savage at that point was like super hot, right? Popular. I don't. Let's mean, let's just stop. I don't for a mean second. hot as in like a hot kid. I mean like popular. He was yeah, on I fire. Know. <laughs> Can we talk about the power glove for a sec? Like, let's just think about how terrible that technology, like even by today's standards to think about it, that's like a, th a thing that they would just never, ever. It's a glove you put on with like an iPad pretty much attached to the arm. Oh, I remember. But dude, do you remember how, like you had to set up a sensor thing to use? Like I remember because you play Mike Tyson's punch out by like using your fingers and it was, dude, it was such a piece of you know shit. What I remember You're bragging, about, man, because I can afford them. You know what I remember just, about My dad the, was into all that shit. I didn't buy it. wished about it. What I remember about the Power Glove, I was never allowed to buy video games consoles as a kid. After the, uh, ColecoVision, my parents gave up on that shit. But um, I would go to my friend's house, and that thing would be like in the toy box, never to be used, you know? Because it was so stupid. But it was like, remember when the motion came out for whatever thing it was? And it was like cool for one day, two days a week. And then you were like, this is fucking garbage. What do you mean for like Wii? Are you talking or about the Wii? The, maybe it was for one of the Xboxes. Well, the problem with those things is they never recognize black people. Is that true? Yeah. Why, <laughs> why would that be the case? White, white designers? White, de white developers would be the first thing, I'm sure. No, no. But I mean, what is it 
Oh, you think they did it on purpose? No, no. I think there's. I think most of the people in the studio are white. Therefore, they test on white faces and white skin tones. And I'm just wondering why. I would have assumed that it would have been like a heat signature. You know. No, no, no. I think it's probably not. Uh, Simon, I wrote my year for up. Oh, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Look at Kamar's face. So up is actually a Walt Disney Studios motion picture, but Pixar. Pixar. Pixar is not. They might have rebought it by the point they made because they. It was it's DreamWorks Pixar. No, Pixar is um, Disney this time. So Disney owned Pixar. Yeah. So Disney made Pixar. Oh, yeah. I understand. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Then they, company, I Pixar. believe that they sold Pixar and then bought Pixar back. It is a Pixar Animation Studio as well. Because I right. thought Dream, Dream DreamWorks is um, Spielberg is the other one. Shrek, I think, is DreamWorks. Um, all the other cartoons that aren't Pixar are that other company. In my head, Pixar was separate from Disney, but they're not. Either way. I'm trying to think of Can you write down example. a year, please? I beg you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so up. I haven't even seen this film, and I wrote down a year already. I guess maybe that makes it easier because I have nothing to think about. Yeah, you can just go with the flow. Music by Michael Giacchino. Well, something tells me you butchered his name. Giacchino. Okay, <laughs> I have a year. All right, what is it? 2015. Ooh, I wrote 2016. 2009. Oh. Wow, way off. Hey, way off. You guys thought it was just a couple years ago. Way off. Okay, so now we need a budget and a gross. I, I think I think this is going to be very close in this case. So this was a Pixar film? Yes. Okay. Uh. Okay. God, that can't be right. I think that's right. It's a story of a boy who follows a man to South America. I'm ready. Okay, you go first, Matt. Never seen it. No idea anything about it. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. I think it cost $80 million to make, probably way off. And I think it grossed $567.4 million. I'm going to, uh, I'm probably way off. I said it cost $375 million to make. You said it cost, sorry, what? And it grows $646 million. Say that again. What, you, you, you think it costs, you think this movie cost more than a quarter of a billion dollars to make? Okay. You're off, but you weren't that off. Are what? You- it's 175 million to make. So I, I, sorry, I was off by a lot. Granted, but I knew it was something nuts because I remember Pixar movies just cost a shit all of them. Listen, I know that's why I said 80 million. But Kamar, sorry. After this, go ahead. And it made 735 million. Oh, I was so close. Fuck. 646. Um, do me a favor. Can you just pull up Toy Story? How much Toy Story cost to make? I think. Uh, a hundred million dollars. Oh, I thought it. Okay, so I was just if that's no, no. The I'm, case, pull, I'm, I'm pulling it up and just saying. Simon, you got to realize they can't. It's not <clears throat> most movies. They can't spend two hundred million dollars to make. I, I realize that, and yet I think these cartoons cost a shit ton to make. Yeah, but the reason Toy no, Story. I, hold on, you're forgetting that. Stop. Toy Story was the first. I know. So it's so that. That's what I was going off of. Yeah. So how much? And what year do you think it came out? Oh, just shit. spit it out. Just spit it. Don't write it down. Ninety-eight. Ninety-six. Ninety-five. But the budget is thirty million. That's it. Hmm. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, but that's thirty million in ninety five. In ninety five, yeah. I that's thought, huge. I thought and, for some reason it was like in the hundreds of million. It might as well be. In ninety five, thirty million is astronomical. Up in two thousand nine is hundred and seventy five million. So that sort of works like it just triples every year. <clears throat> Anyways, crazy regardless. That's the movie game. No winners, but we're all winners because we're listening to this podcast. Yeah, well, David Blaine, you're not a winner if you listened to that one, because that we we mentioned in the first take about the dice. We won't talk about it, but that is crazy. The fucking learning to throw dice. That is something that I would actually be willing to put my time towards. No, no. No, you have to do that when you're like 15 years. The kid did it for 15 years or something. I would have had to start a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Sleeping under a craps table. I love craps. Like when I go to the casino, if I have money, I play craps because it's one of those games where... Where you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> well, I, I know what's going on, but I just, you end up, it costs a lot to play. It also gets a certain energy around the table and stuff. Well, it depends if you're rolling hot or not. I'm not a good roller. Like, I I like rolling when I'm the only one at the table. I don't like any, the pressure, no pressure. that the people put on you. Like, you're somehow responsible for your roles, you know? Well, according to David Blaine, you might be. Well, if, if you knew magic, then yes, you may be. Um... <laughs> Uh, you know, it was super interesting that he mentioned just, uh, in closing a fact, mm-hmm. Oh, you want to close on him? Well, we gotta be, I mean, we've, okay. we've now officially spent like two hours on David Blaine. Okay. But I'll just <laughs> get to a couple of highlights here. Um, the coral, how the coral functions like a mushroom. It is so fucking weird and eerie the way those two things are encompassing the whole world. Yeah. Coral, like between corals coral and alien and for fungus. Sure. Listen. If you were an alien species, that would be a great way to foothold the planet. It makes sense. And the whole coral talk was super cool. And I think coral might be aliens. Have you, have you ever been underwater near a ton of coral? The sound it makes is fucking obscene. No, I haven't. Is that's, it crackling? Yes. That's it's insane. Crazy. Like I've, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. So when we were in Hawaii, I remember they were like, so if you've never been near coral, it's a weird sound that you're not going to be used to. And I was like, what is this fucking idiot talking about? I was like, There's no, I'm not going to hear sounds underwater. And sure enough, you get down there. And it's all you can fucking hear. That's it. That's very... It's just this constant fucking crackling. And you're like, what in the fuck? And you think it's like a rock, but it's actually alive. Well, it's like, you know, the blip. The blip? Is that a film? No, it's a famous thing. They call it the blip. It was like the sound that they heard. I think it was actually Canadians who detected it. Um, A sonar sound that they have no idea what it was. It was like, some people think it was some sort of monster. Some people think it was like the earth moving or whatever. It was a, no, you've never no. heard of that? No. Anyways, um, I don't know why I was telling you about that, but it's a, it's a very interesting. It's the weed talking. <laughs> Probably. Um, uh, you wanted to talk. Oh. No, I wanted to end it. I, I was wanted just, us to rate it. Okay, fine. I'll get to the end here. So I was just listening to, Coincidentally, as they were talking about the coral, I had just listened to a whole podcast about morphic resonance, Uh and that's going to be my choice for next throwback is... um, Wow, you heard it here first. What's his name? Nestor? Rupert Rupert Sheldrake. Excellent choice. Great. Can't wait wait for that. Look forward to that. It was a great podcast. I don't know if you remember it. I assume it was recent. You're not going that far back. I don't think it's that recent, but it's not that far back, yeah. So you're breaking the thousand rule? Are we not supposed to do the thousand? Well, our initial thing was try to try to start from one thousand and go back, but well, if you don't even remember the episode, then I'm sure it'll be fine. I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you rate this episode? I rate this one a three and a half. 
I think listening to this solely, I give it a zero. I think, okay, yes, this has to be. Now, I, you did both? I listened to it and okay. was like, what the fuck? Then I had to go back okay. and watch, obviously, the end at my detriment because I did not think it was cool as Simon did. Because I honestly, I, I can't, I can't in good <laughs> conscience, I, I can't give it anything higher than, a, we've decided that one is the lowest. I've given some a zero before, but I guess we say one to five, Jamie's. This is a one. This is unlistenable for the most part. All that being said, I still give it 3.5 because uh, the beginning was uh, interesting and there wasn't, it wasn't Corona COVID heavy as the rest of the week just divulged into. Fine, 1.5 because I guess you're right. Yeah, devolved. 550, Matt. 550 what? Rupert Children. Perfect, there you go. Um, and then he was on again 12.33. That's why you... There you go. Do you want to rate it, Simon, this episode? I did. I yeah, gave it a three, three and a half. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah okay. And, and I'll just say that... Now, you're look, giving it a three and a half on the watch. On the watch. Absolutely. If I had listened to it, you know I'm a huge stickler for, like, pen guy. That drove me insane. I think I gave that episode a one, even though it was such an amazing episode. So... I get where you're coming from. I'm also being unfair. It's just that it ended with the regurgitation. I, I'll say this. If it started with it, I never would have gotten yeah, through the, the episode. The frog was unnecessary. We can all agree on that. But this episode did have some really cool talk in it. It could have been way better. I'll agree to that. It could have been a four. It could have been a four and a half. Could, it could have been for I sure. I think without the tricks. I think because it could have David been. Blaine, as weird as he is, he is able to do something that is neat. And he has some crazy stories, obviously. He's a classy steve And doesn't he genuinely seem like he likes what he does? I, I think he's on the spectrum, like I said. Yeah, probably a little. I think he has trouble having relationships. Well, listen, to run He up seemed, like, really excited. Like, even just to be there. Like, yeah. it was, like for a guy who's got $40 million and is famous on his own. That's what like I he mean. He seemed... Uh, but again, not happy to be there and, like, I'm a huge fan of the show. But just, like, weirdly happy... Like he had so many there. stories that he was like, oh, I want to tell you that, but I'll forget it. But don't worry. It's forgotten. You know? Yeah. And did you see when he started with those handcuffs and he was just like, oh, we can talk while this is going. He was trying to, oh, well, you didn't see The weirdest part too. So no, but the weirdest to part to me handcuffs. is someone that shows up to someone's studio, takes a gift that someone left and is like, I'm going to try to break these. Dude, the whole that's thing. That's cool, right? I, 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 that's why I'm agreeing with Kamara in the spectrum, but he couldn't stop. And Joe was like, he said, we can talk while I do this. And Joe was like, well, I'm not going to get your undivided attention then. And he was like, yeah. And he just kept going. Like, he just wanted to do it. He's and an interesting person. I will not Very lie. interesting guy. And again, I'd be interested to know if his ability to manipulate. Um, Space and time. No, he cannot do that, I don't think. I think he's an illusionist. But does that put him closer to the ability to do to get to that part of your brain? Like you said, yogi, Buddhist monk, that's whatever that Like a guy is. like Wim Hof, just as an example, Matt, just in closing, a guy like Wim Hof, like he's obviously able to do things with his body that a normal person can't access. Does that then make him closer to be able to do that on another level like of the brain or is it really just uh you have to practice that yeah I, I, I don't agree with your statement anyone can do what he, Wim Hof does I, I didn't make a statement I asked a question no but you said he does something no one else can do that was a statement I disagree with because he does courses and he says anyone can do it it's pra through practice Wim Hof can do things that anyone else can do he says anyone can do what he does mm-hmm 
It's not like it's just practice and the breathing. I wonder how long he can hold his breath for. I think it's up there with David Blaine. Like 17 minutes? Well, under ice. <laughs> well, how about that kid they were talking about that uh, under the ice for 45 minutes? But because of the cold temperature. That's different, though. He like he was like almost dead, but the cold just like... It's still incredible. And Wim Hof climbed Mount Everest with no clothes on. I mean, No shoes on. In his shorts. In shorts, sorry. Oh, in shorts. Yeah. So, That's like in his shorts and a t-shirt with uh, no and shoes. protecting his balls. David son. Blaine's done, I'm sorry. Even then, you're forgetting. He's walking, like, no shoes. You're walking a sheet of fucking, it's a rock face. Like, it just it's seems, magical. I, I was just saying that Wim Hof might be a wizard. Like, we're arguing the same thing. But here. Wim Hof says anyone can do what he does. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so that's what wizards all, always then, say. Uh, but hold wizards. on. It's tough to sell your book if you don't sell it on, like, everyone can do this. You can't sell a program on like, listen, maybe only like 15% of you all can actually do. That's fair. All right, let's move on. 1528. Nikki Glazer. Nikki, Nikki, you're so fine. Every time you blow my mind. I cheated and listened to her. Well, we knew she was coming up, but uh, she was on um, the Greg Fitzsimmons show mm-hmm. uh, three days earlier. Can you give a number, Kamar? 1528. I did it. Oh. 1528, like Matt said so articulately. Yeah. So I listened to her uh, twice, Dick. and, you know, I really Listen, like Nikki Glaser. faces, which, by the way, they talk about in the next episode, but one of my favorite insults of all time. Fuck face? Fuck face. It really says it all. It's quality. Yeah. I really like Nikki Sorry, Glaser. Sorry, back to Nikki Glaser. But she's, uh, she's coming undone. I think she's been undone for a long time. I don't even think she knows whatever. I'll say this, like, I I laughed out loud a few times this podcast. No, she's hilarious and, and funny, and uh, she's worth $2 million, and she doesn't know what she's going to do with her life. Her show on Sirius? Never listened to it. I have, because I used to have Sirius, because mm-hmm. uh, they wrote me in to another year mm-hmm. through fucking extortion, um, but I'm out now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, her show is, like, exactly like this episode was, where... At some points, you're just like, yeah, it feels like you're giving us too much information, but that's what makes She's it an what open it book, is, yeah. you know? But, but I don't buy it. You don't buy it. You don't think if you started crying in front of her, she'd suck your dick? <coughs> no, not that. It's just a lot of the stuff she said, I don't buy. <coughs> I've met a lot of girls like Nikki Glaser that talk that talk. And then on the same token, are like, but I'm, I haven't had sex in 17 months. Like, I just don't buy it. If she hasn't had sex in 17 months, the guy who asked her to get the uh, autograph, maybe he's a nice guy. You know what I mean? And maybe she should have gotten the autograph, and maybe they'd become a couple and be happy forever. She she slowly revealed that she's got guys who have her, she's a side bitch for. and Even then, she said, so think about this. She's like, I'm, hasn't had sex in 17 months, but is like in, a, in an e-sexting thing with some A-list celebrity. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, but when we meet up, he's like, I don't know. I just. I'm kind of with you, Matt. It Joe made a good point. It might have even been in the next episode um, when they were talking about uh, why guys like uh, the idea of jerking off in a girl's face. Mm-hmm. And I had never thought about it before because it just it's a fun thing to do. <laughs> but more to more to that is like. It is a fun thing to do. It it. The fact that a girl would want to have that done is like a signal to the man that she's 
down for whatever, you know? She obviously likes sex because she wants to have... Nobody wants to have fucking cum blasted in their face. Cum is sticky and gross. Talk to Milo. Like... That that would be my but I, opinion. That's, but that would be my opinion too, because I don't want to get cum in my face or near me. But I know I've met girls that yeah, seem you've met some. But I would imagine that the majority, like up in the ninetieth percents, do not like cum in their face. I I, I mean I would, dude. I want to. I want to agree throw, with you. I'm yeah, throwing that. I think it's there. a situational thing for women. I I think you're wrong, and I think that when it does happen, is because they're trying to like. It, it, it's not as much as they want it as they want to make you happy. They may, they may but wait a minute, you've never been you've never been happens. fucking a girl and been totally willing to come inside or not even thinking about it, and then she is actively like, "Come in my face." You've never had that happen. I have. I just think more often than not, you get "Come on my like belly" or something. You know what I mean? Or on my tits. I just think coming on the face is like a whole different thing, man. Come in the eye. I listen. You've gotten your own cum in your eye before? No. Kamar, you've gotten your own cum in your eye before? I'm sure. It, Do you not know how to aim? Were you jerking off like this? Sometimes, Matt, I'm surprised that you've never had no. this happen. But like... Not a big shooter though, so... Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, anyways, my point is, it's not nice. And I imagine that's why that was the tiniest little bit. I imagine a giant wad of cum in your eye is fucking terrible. I'm sure it's situational. There's a time when the same girl who wants to be coming to the face doesn't want to be coming to the face. I, I don't think anyone loses sleep and lives to be coming to the face like as a fetish. A anyways, my point was <laughs> it's terrible. He told me that he was dropping it off. Anyways, um, Jamie could have been the hero when uh, they got in the COVID talk. I don't even remember why I was talking about that. Sorry. Because you, you wanted to emulate Nikki Glaser, just talk about stuff like she does, be open and forthright. But think about it. She, it, seems, it seemed like she went on and only spoke about her sexuality and her That's her brand. Three That's hours. Whole radio program. It, it's so consistent with her. And she like, she'll like talk about a guy who she's... But that's what I'm saying. I don't buy it. Phone sexing with. I'm with you, Matt. I think it's like an air. I think it's, she's built her career on being this girl who um, seems like she's like a easy blonde. I bet she's crazy vanilla in bed. I, I, uh, I, don't, I don't think know. so. If she, I do. Is she having fantasy about being gangbang? It just may be a scenario where if you were like with her, she would be nuts. Like she was saying, you know, but... Just as a one-night stand, that's never even going to happen. She I, doesn't do it. She I, told you that. I think it's like a pool player. You know, if you play a better pool player, then your game will rise. I think when she fucks only as a fuck style, she can rise to the game, but maybe she's vanilla with an inexperienced person. No, I truly believe, like, this whole fucking, I fantasize about getting gangbang thing, but you haven't had sex in... Two in almost two years. I just that can't be winning her any. Um, it's, it's a it's a fantasy. You know what I'm what saying? She will girls are put gonna up with. girls are gonna hate her. Uh, I don't think like guys are like. Do most guys like watching girls get raped? Like I don't think so. You know, get raped? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Who the fuck likes watching that? Well, what that's what she's talking about. She literally was talking about that and how she has to watch to make sure there's an after view. Where they talk to the girl and she makes sure she's okay. Which is insane. The fact that you would have to have an after view, like a consent thing, today's date, a newspaper. No, it's like a post show. Yeah. It's just like, 
Oh, she wants proof of life. Proof of life. But this is what I'm saying. This is what nuts. happens before the proof of life is nuts. Needs you need she proof of life. Everything. But wasn't it weird? There's two things. When uh, she was asking Joe what kind of porn, he was like, oh, uh, I don't, I don't really watch porn. And then, uh, I, I mean, I guess I like big butts. girls with big asses, but that's about but it. Like, he did two, two errs, which was like he's not letting on exactly what he, he gets to do. But then they got on the COVID talk, and then Nikki said it was the perfect time for Jamie to drop something. She goes, "How do you get your D?" Because he was talking about vitamin D, and had, had Jamie been on it, he could have done something hilarious. Because she kept asking. It was, what it, was Jamie going to do? He doesn't have a button like I do. Uh, that's what she said. Or if he just <laughs> if he just said something. You know when you like have like a tiny little moment of clarity in your head and you, or, or like just a good idea and you're like, oh, nobody's around. And you're like, that's a great idea. Or yeah, that's a I great. Those. I, I had one the other day where I was like, because um, I was talking about how people are leaving New York City like rats leaving a sinking ship. Mm-hmm where it is really like rats leaving because it's New York City. Mm-hmm. Well, that was pretty poignant. It's very bad what's happening in New York City. Yes. Well, that was what we were going to lead into is Kamara and I were talking about it outside, like New York City, Los Angeles. These, they're never going, they're stopping comedy from happening, right? For mm-hmm. zero reason, as far as I can tell. Because... A small comedy uh, club is no different than a restaurant. You could space the people out the same way. The only difference is you have somebody on a stage talking instead of nobody on a stage talking. Like I, I just really, I fail to see the difference. Well, I think like we'll find out in the next episode when Annie Lieberman or Lederman was like, I stood beside like side <laughs> stage to Whitney Cummings on stage. And she was like, I've never seen more spit come out of someone's face. No, it was we, Joe. Joe was a spitter. Oh, sorry. Even then, when we laugh, too, we're fucking probably spitting all over the goddamn place. Well, so, all these places know. now have the plexiglass. Well, that's so what that I was going to say. As long as you just have something blocking the person from the people. I mean, listen, if everyone's wearing fine. a mask, who gives a fuck? No, but again, well, you that's shouldn't what have I to about. wear the mask the same way you don't wear the mask while you eat. But that's different. You don't eat. Listen, you. but I'm just saying, it's at a comedy club. You don't have to eat. Just watch the comedy and wear the mask. I totally understand. But what the fuck is the dip? If you put that comedian in a plexiglass box, let's say. Well, it's that you're at a table with four other people, Simon. So are you are too when you eat at a restaurant. But all the yeah, but what I'm saying, I'm distanced. trying to argue for you here. I'm saying if everyone's wearing a mask and four of you are sitting at a table and you don't even need the plexiglass, you don't need, but you don't want to, you don't want to see me helping you here. No, I just, again, I'm trying to like, yes, those are all ways they could get around this. But to me, there's no difference between the comedy club. They're equating comedy clubs to like concert venues. And those two things are not at all the same. I disagree, as I did outside. Okay. It's all it's all the same pool. I don't understand how a fifty person comedy room would be the same as a giant outdoor concert, and yet they're being uh, monitored the same. Let me also put it to you this way: You're forgetting that human beings aren't the type of people to not try and skirt every fucking rule possible. So, guaranteed, there'd be a comedy club somewhere that would have a rock band on one night and fill the place. You know what I mean? Like it just takes fucking. Listen, I'm the I'm like an advocate of everybody being really careful and safe. I just, this seems like hypocrisy at this point because it's exactly the same as something else that they've deemed acceptable. But restaurants aren't acceptable. You can't have a full restaurant. 
Well, I'm not saying you have a full comedy club. Well, okay, they couldn't make uh, money at comedy clubs back in the day if they had a 50-person room. So it's, it's just a numbers thing. And all these restaurants are going to go business, too. Either way, Joe, I got to say this. Joe seems like he's never experienced change in his life. Well, no one's experienced change like this before. Well, no, but fine. But even then, he's sitting there and he's like, he's like, the he's so angry at the government for putting things in place. Like, what was the one thing that he was so pissed about? Everything. Well, no, but there was one thing on this episode that he was, you want to move on? Go ahead. Uh, L.A. Um, shutting down, telling people to work. I mean, it's a broken record throughout. They didn't do this for the Spanish flu, right? They didn't have mass lockdowns and shut businesses down. And this is the first time this ever happened, so he's in a shock. I think it's the Spanish flu also had a massive second wave that killed fifty million people, and they still never had a lockdown or anything like that. Yeah, but we're supposed to learn from our mistakes, so that's a terrible fucking example. But the Spanish and flu just went away; they never got a vaccine. It was a hundred fucking years ago. Or it was a hundred years ago. Like, but of course at, they were doing things different. They also had now. signs back then that said, "If you're not wearing a mask, you're going to jail." And they also were well, they're, using they're, we're almost getting leeches there now. to he, cure cancer. He was upset and about shit, people like, shutting down buildings. But um, what they're saying now is that there's 175,000 people died in the U.S. Hold on. I know what it was. He was angry, but that they shut down that the house. power, yeah. The, the power TikTok the house. house. The yeah, but he, yeah, so his, he was like, what gives them the right to just change this thing overnight? Guess what, Joe? The government changes things overnight all the time. One day, people were allowed to own slaves. The next day, they weren't. And guess what, Joe? The people on the wrong side of history were sitting there going, why isn't it I can't do the thing I was doing yesterday? But it's a situation of two years from now, the world just might be in smithereens and like we should have locked down. It's not a guarantee that we're all going to get out of this hunky-dory. There isn't a guarantee that we get out of anything hunky-dory. Exactly. So that's what he's upset about. The yeah, but, sorry, but, but, his, but him being upset, again, he always follows it up with like, but I get it. I mean, if we had overrun the hospitals, we'd be fucked. So I don't get his whole argument. I think it's just as a punishment, the government turning off your power and stuff seems a little intrusive. Well, again, they should find it. He's, a, he's it's happy a real you, slippery. You go to the house and find those people, but just to go out, shut down the power, like it just. He, yeah, but Jamie brought it up. It's not they don't shut they don't shut your power off first time. That's not how it works. Well, I'm sure it, if it happened to you, you'd be upset. But well, I would too. But again, if I'm fine four times and I keep breaking the ordinance and then they turn my power off. That's them being serious. But I just don't understand. So hold on a second. If you're having a giant party at your house, forget COVID, mm -hmm. okay? You're having a big party at your house. Too big. Mm -hmm. Shit spilling out onto the street or whatever. The cops can come and shut that party down. Well, first of all, Jamie brought it up. Occupancy is a thing. No, but I, am I right? Yes. So the same applies to well, this but again, house. You have to, well, there has to be a reason, Simon. You have to either be breaking noise or it has to be unsafe, occupancy, well, things the, like that. The Why did they stop it then? Why did they shut down the house? What was their reasoning? Gatherings. They have a, a ordinance out now that you can't have gatherings of more than a certain amount of people. Yeah. And they broke that ordinance. Yeah. That's what so I'm saying. I, again, I, I... What he's saying, though, is they broke the ordinance. Why turn the power off in the house? That's it. And what I said was if we, do, first of all, we don't know the whole story. If it's the fifth time they've done this, then I'm with them. Yes. Oh, you guys want to just keep paying the fines and breaking the rules, knowing that they're spreading COVID? Then yeah, guess what? We're going to turn the power off in your house. What if someone in the house was on life support or something? I, I, I think you can find to the wazoo. They don't pay the fines. Put them in jail. But shutting off the power, it's just like, it's a, it seems like a governmental overreach. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I can understand it, the power company shutting down the power. Is it different hold on, hold on. for you to just toss them in jail? You'd rather send someone to jail than turn their power off 
and the, you and then you went on the off chance that they had someone on life support. If they have someone on life support and they're having COVID parties, you don't think that's equally as dumb or dangerous? I'm kind of lost here. No, you're not lost. The power of the government just the power of the government to shut off the power is like um I guess he's thinking of it as new ground. Like this isn't a normal thing they do. It's a slippery slope. Uh, and I, we can this all, is look, again, it's one of those things where they say it all the time, the, the powers that be will take control at saying that this will go back to normal because nobody likes to give back the power that they've got. And that goes right across the board, you know? The most interesting about this podcast is Joe's left slip that they have a minute test at the White House for COVID. If that's true... Why the fuck isn't that just mass produced? That's not. Well, I heard that like three weeks ago. It's been out in the. So that you're saying that is true. Well, I've, again, I heard it before Joe said it. So then, why aren't all um, resources now going to make that we're you know North American wide or worldwide? I think you're sure, forgetting. Whatever. Well, resources. That's probably it. They probably have X amount of these tests, or like you said, they're not cheap. You know, it's like everyone was getting mad at Joe for having access to COVID tests because they were like, we can't get tests. Joe was paying $200 a pop for every single person. The White House might be paying two grand tests. It might be for the rest I of the... Guess, then it's got to be like cell phones. You got to mass produce it so it gets cheaper. I guess what I'm thinking is, look, I kind of think that at this point, yeah, they may come up with a vaccine for this, but I, I think this has just kind of opened Pandora's box of viruses and a new kind of like norm you know joe uh, sorry whatever i lost where i was going it'll what come I, back to what me. i was saying before though is it's still the media spin because uh they say one hundred seventy-five thousand people have died in the u.s but originally they're just gonna say 2.2 million people have died so even though they're a disaster it's still a success but it, it isn't seen that way and they don't Factor in that 40% or 48% of America's obese, which was a huge factor why they have way more fatalities in other countries. Okay, sorry. Uh, sure. What was your point there? I don't have any idea what his point was. Everyone's saying that it's a disaster what's happened in the United States. Mm -hmm. But they projected 2.2 million deaths, mm -hmm. and it's 175,000 deaths. It's not over. No, by now they predicted 2.2 million. Okay. But again, I don't, I'm saying, even that, though. That, that's a good thing. Okay. Even though it's a bad thing. Like, everyone looks at there, it's a disaster there. But it could have been a much worse. But the media doesn't look like that. It'll be interesting when uh, Biden becomes president. But that's weird, Kamar. That's like saying, that's like saying, well, a hurricane came through here and killed a million people, but we thought it was going to kill two. So it's actually not a disaster. It's not as bad. No, not a disaster. It's just not as bad as we thought. But, but who cares if it's not as bad as we thought? That's a we do because we're listening to these experts to tell us what to do, <coughs> and that's a, that's a big margin of error, right? I think Joe's problem with uh, Los Angeles is that they're making decisions that are nonsensical at this point and maybe he's just looking at other states as making better decisions he could regret moving to texas i don't give a shit well no just because when i talked about rats leaving a sinking ship you seem to like i don't know are you angry at joe for leaving la no i don't give you a don't shit think so? but you don't think it's sad that new york will never be the same i think new york will be the same 
there was they kept talking about it. The guy who yeah, owns one guy wrote yeah, that's great. One guy one guy wrote an article, and the whole country agrees with them. <laughs> Who's the whole country, Kamar? Like Glenn Beck to um, the Legion of Skanks to uh, Joe Rogan. Like, I've heard a lot of people talking about that's great. Uh, it really New York, made people but feel only away. time will tell. First of all, they just finished saying that the price of real estate in New York has gone down fifty percent. So. The second this thing does taper off, it's not supposed to taper off. Well, it's just, I, there's first of all, you, there's there there will be a vaccine. Your whole herd immunity thing is out the window because you lose your immunity after three months. They just came out with that. Everything's out the window. But I'm just saying. So what if you don't think that, so? If they get a vaccine tomorrow, you don't think everything goes back to normal? I mean, I agree with you because fifty percent of people won't take it. Simon uh, won't take it. And, the, take and it. the strain in India doesn't respond to it. So unless you're going to oh. shut off India, it's well, just that's sorry. That's what I was going to say. Before, it's a kettle of worms. Is instead now of focusing on a vaccine because we're kind of certain that another thing is just going to come down the pipe. It only be a temporary. Why don't fix. we put a lot of those resources that you were talking about into these tests? Because that immediately would get us to a place where we're we have like some control, you know? No, I don't. Well, right now we're just waiting for this hypothetical vaccine that is coming whenever, maybe next week, maybe three years from now. You, they should be working on tests. Testing should have been the very first thing that was going on. But how do you know they're not working on tests? This is a weird, this is a very well, anecdotal, like we're three idiots this, in a room. There's a White House test that is super fast. And okay. it's not like six months from now, there's going to be this test. It's six months from now, there's going to be a vaccine that'll work for two and a half years. And then we'll have to get a new vaccine or, or the uh, COVID will mutate and then it won't work at all. I think his biggest qualm is they shouldn't have done the lockdown the way they did. And, and the repercussions are still being felt and will be felt for the next year. And But we did the lockdown the same way they did, and, and it worked. But they didn't lock down properly. No, it just saved a couple people. The economy, country may crumble in a year from now. Whose? Ours. Like, businesses are still going to business. The effects of the lockdown are being felt now and will be felt into the winter and in the next month. Yeah, I realize, but Kamar, all those, a good portion of those businesses are eventually going to come back. We, We'll only know what some happens. Some of them will. Some, I mean, the numbers should they be talk about in New York, yeah. I mean, there should be opportunities. And that's exactly but what again, I'm saying. But again, if you're somebody who's like, I just think the appetite now for, you're not you're not going to open a restaurant at this point. No. You may never that be able to be in a large group yeah. again so like, for like five years. That was a lot of the businesses that were being opened, you know? Before COVID. Yeah, I realize that. Yeah, so just things are going to be different. I, that that for is for certain. So it's going to be... And especially if you're right, and we're getting a second wave of this shit, like... I didn't say we're getting a second wave. We don't know. First of all, the U.S. hasn't finished their first wave. There's no fucking second wave for them if you haven't dealt with the first one. Well, they Italy should, could get a second wave. They should have a complete disaster in like the next week in well, America South because Korea, of Sturgis. South Korea is... Um, reporting an uptick but it's just again it's so like talk about anecdotal mm -hmm. like do you believe any of the fucking news networks at this point right or left they all have agendas every bit of news that comes out is like highly monitored because they want to use anything they can to weaponize against the other fucking party and we don't know if we didn't do our lockdown whether 5,000 more people died or 50,000 more people died we just are hoping what we did was the best thing we just don't know. 
okay, no matter what, though, I think that we had to lock down for some time. Yeah, and I think it should have been like two weeks full lockdown. All businesses, not Walmart, not anything. I Way prob- more severe and way more of a, like a, this is a sacrifice we're all going to make. It probably would have had to be like a month or more, but like, yeah, it had to be a heavy lockdown. I agree. When they told everybody to go out and like buy supplies to last you for a month, that should have been because things were going to like very little was going to be open. Not just. Yeah. But first of all, we saw what happened. We couldn't do that. Yeah. No, I I realized that we, well, I mean, we weren't prepared. There wasn't a single Canada could have, no, there wasn't a single store. There wasn't a single store that could have prepared for people buying one month's worth of supplies there. It just didn't exist. Like look at toilet paper. And again, the only reason that happened is because we, we produce it all locally and because it takes up so much space on the shelf, but it's not worth a lot, it's a shit product to have. So it wasn't like there was a shortage of toilet paper. It was all made in China. That's all fucking bullshit. Who cares? Well, we do, do I think New York will come back? Of course I will. A lot of people think that one of the biggest things is the office space. Yeah. Companies don't need people to be in offices anymore. Yeah. And they're not going to bring them back. That's fine. New York is still a beautiful place to live one way or the other. Not if no one lives there. No, it's actually better if no one lives there. I mean, I thought about that today. I preferred in the height of the pandemic getting around. There's never traffic anything. There you go. That's what I'm saying. New York could, if anything, New York could come out of this better. Sure, you might not have the plethora of restaurants, incredible restaurants and shit, but like, do you think, so we're just assuming that Broadway is going to die. Yeah, they're saying all the people, all the people pay a lot of tax money in it, New York are going to Florida, are going to Texas, are just leaving. I'm just telling you. You disagree? Yeah. I mean, I think the best case scenario at this point for New York would be like, it just becomes like a normal city. And you're not... Look, if the reason New York has this amazing nightlife and the comedians need to be there because they're going to the clubs and that's why they're willing to pay these ridiculous rents on these piece of shit places, okay? If everybody's leaving, like Kamar's saying, then what will happen is all those rents will go down to reasonable, normal levels, like in other cities. Normal people will move in and it will become a normal city. It will never be... No, but it will be that we knew, though. I disagree because, again, New York, first of all, New York is mostly tourism. Not not to mention, most people don't live in fucking Manhattan. Most people live in Jersey. Most people live in Connecticut. Most people commute into the city every day. The amount of people that sleep in their own bed in, in New York City in a night is like fucking a fraction of what's there during the day. Uh, no, no, that's fine. But I mean, those people are still going back to Manhattan because. But that's what I'm saying. For is, the comedy clubs. But, if those comedy clubs don't exist. you just said it's mostly tourism. Tourism's done. Well, we don't know that. Who wants to go to America? Well, right now, no one does. But again, if they cleaned up their fucking shit and they got this thing under wraps, then guess what? People start going back. So even best case scenario, that. though, you, what do you, mean assume? you reclaim we, 60%. You assume just things just get better. Well, we, but we saw things get better, Kamar. Like Why do you, after it's weird because you keep doing this thing where like we don't want to look at them as like our example. Things got better here. You're going to work. You work right now. Yeah, Simon. but I, I could stop working. It's not better. Like we're in the middle of the disaster right now. Things are like, I've seen a lot of people but panic fine. about the okay, but wait. Serb going to EI. Okay, fine. Stop though. You just said when you had to stop working, did, you, did the government not give you $2,000 a month? Yeah. Do we know what the effect of that is going to be on us? They print money all the time. They've been doing this for 30 years. And do we know that's a good thing? Well, 
That Let's probably isn't going to have a lot of effect on you. I'll, I'll agree to that because like he's not me. It's not an individual thing. Money. It's the whole. It's everybody. Oh, I, I get it. Uh, I'm more just like, we're not going to go back to a place where you're going to have blues fest, you know, like yeah. that's, and I don't know I what the financial impact of Things like that, that are gone. And so like, look, I was talking to Kamar about, uh, there's a group of people who survive on the convention circuits, you know? Well, I worked at a convention circuit. There's never going to be conventions Like the shop, those people. Yeah. So just, there are tons of industries that are gone and it happened really quickly. And usually it doesn't happen that quickly. It's like a more gradual. Yeah. We get used to things that are going to be gone, you know? And then, listen. and then they're gone. Yeah. And, and listen, we boom, spoke, we've, we've had 50 people on Joe Rogan's podcast come on and talk about universal basic income and how it pays for itself and how it can fix the economy single-handedly. Yet Kamar thinks that universal basic income, which, which we've just implemented, is a big problem and how it's going to no, crumble it, the economy. It, and It has to be now. I think it has to be. I've said that. Oh, we're doing You're it. You're putting words in my mouth. Well, I'm not because you just finished saying you were like that money, where that money come from, it's going to be detrimental to That's all of us. That's one point the businesses going out of business that have nothing to do with that is another point. There's a lot of okay, but what stress I'm saying, points that we cannot say will be fine. Yeah, industries industries crumble. It's happening really quickly right now. Other industries always come up from it. Let's always. Hope. Let's hope. Well, I am hopeful. That's what I'm saying. I'm not just all doom and gloom like Joe, who's fucking, again, you want to talk about a rat on a sinking ship. That's it. Well, I think if you have to uproot everything you do, move to another state, like... No. He didn't do willy nilly. And I think I'm not it, saying he did it willy nilly. I'm just saying I that's think, why he's upset. I think it would be different too if you like lived in New York City, right? So, for for somebody like me who doesn't like all the crowds, let's say I needed it for my job, then I would be willing to sacrifice all those crowds for that. If your job's no longer there, then you're gonna go live somewhere that's nicer, you know. And then the all oh. other thing is the crime. Apparently, the crime in New York is out of control. Or the crime everywhere is out of control in the states, which I, I don't even know what the well again. So let's, for that let is. me ask you this: We've heard Joe say that you don't believe any news networks in the states. So other than Joe saying that, where are you getting this info? There's from? riots in Portland every night. Okay, that's Portland. You just said it's all over the states. So I'm just curious. You don't believe any news networks, neither of you. So we don't believe them. So let's let's cut them out of the loop. We've heard Joe say that crime in New York is terrible. Other than him. I mean, Tim Pool talks about it all I've the time. I've heard my friends on their podcast, they live credit? in New York, there's bad crime. I mean, I mean I've, there's but again, more than one person. I've lived in New York, and for what I've heard, there's always been crime in New York. Always bad. Where is this crime? In Manhattan? Is it in the boroughs? But again, this is these are all questions that need to be asked that we're not asking. We're just blanket statement going off of what one person has told us or anecdotally what a few have told if us. If we have any New York listeners, why don't you let us know what's going on in New York? Sure. But again, where do you live? Are you right? Are you left? All that matters, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, it does. No, I think crime is just crime. I, I don't know if all the crimes are being committed by left. No, the idea, people. crime may be crime, but the idea is that who's telling you about it? Well, the one I saw was, it was Proud Boys versus Antifa. So, I mean, that's both sides. It doesn't really I think there are uh, protests and riots still going on in multiple states across the U.S. Yes, every night. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's, not, a, that's not a good thing. Okay, but you just said crimes and protests. Those are two separate, completely separate things. Well, I said riots. Well, uh, half the protests turn into crimes at night, it's, it, it appears. Riots, whatever 
fires. Again, that's opportunist. We've talked about this multiple fucking times. Yeah, and none of this would be happening without yeah, uh, yeah. a I, lockdown or whatever. It's this just... isn't a blame on any specific person. I think but Antifa hold on. is but more half, responsible come on, than anybody Half else. the states isn't locked down. We're t- again, you're talking about California. California is locked down. California and New York. Okay, the rest, most of the southern Mostly states. Mostly the two populous states of the United States of America. Okay. and the, most of the people are. So it, it, it's a good sample size of unrest. I mean, I'm sure in Idaho where Mike Baker is, it's fucking, they don't even know there's a pandemic. Uh, back to Nikki Glazer. Nikki, Nikki no, the was slut. pretty much I, all I had. To shoot. I didn't find this episode all that interesting. I didn't like it as much as you guys did. Well, it, it, the arch of the this podcast, the next one, is saying goodbye, uh, confusion about where the industry is going to go, Joe's anger at the states, locking shit down. Like it, it was a thorough thing. Both these podcasts, though, have proved your theory about there's no mention that other guy. Oh yeah, for sure. That's done. That's a guaranteed because one of the three girls <laughs> brought it up. But if Matt, what Matt said is true, like he's being fucking, he's in big trouble. Mr. Callen. Yeah. I didn't mean to say his name. That well, guy. Did you see Sam Tripley start a podcast with him? No, I didn't. Well, because Brendan Shaw was told he couldn't do the podcast with Brian Callen. By who? Management. It was. It's the management company that runs Fight on the Kid. I didn't know they had a management company. That's what, I, that's what I said in that text, the management that, no, company. No, but that sounds like a... Cast. I think it's called Cast Media. Oh, yeah? Okay. Cast with a K. They, spe- right. they specifically came out and said, we have no relation to Brian Callen whatsoever. Oh, it's very interesting. I had no idea they even had a management company. So there you go. But he's scrambling, and now he's doing a podcast with Sam Chipley, where Sam Chipley presents him with uh, conspiracies... And Brian Callen disputes them. Interesting. I, I wonder if it's a good, wise idea for um, Simon had the same idea. Sam for Tripoli. Podcast. Well, he stole it from you, pretty much. But we'll see if his Patreon continues or tails off. Yeah. All right. Let's rate this one. Two. I do believe Nikki Glazer is this girl, and I give it a three and a half. But she should settle down with someone. I give it a two and a half. I felt it was just a little too much, but maybe that's just me. And like, what? A, like, you're so thirsty, but you won't make any move yourself. Like the guy in the airport, like I took my headphones off to like make it clear that I wanted to be talked to. Talk to him, you dumb slut. What's wrong with you, fuck? Like, I don't understand no, no, that sh- attitude. And I don't think head. that guy is into her at all. He the, was in a relationship. Uh, he said he was a fan. No, 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 no. The uh, the dude who the, she's the sex seeing. celebrity. Of course. A-list celebrity? She's a side piece. Oh, my God. The guy who asked for the autograph, she should have got the autograph, and they would have been bliss. All right. Yeah. Let's just do the next one. Oh, I need to take a little break, man. I'm super fucking hot. Uh, Fine. Like the next guests. We'll take a break, we'll pay some bills, and we'll be back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. 
with a team of scientists and researchers, on it took the best Earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try AlphaBrain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. All right, 1529, Whitney Cummings and Annie Letterman. Lederman. I don't know. I don't know how to say her last name. So Letterman. Very nostalgic. They're all filming that uh, comedy store. Documentary. documentary, which is why uh, I think we're going to get a bunch of old school comedians in the next little while. But do you think that Whitney Cummings dyeing her hair is, she's coming undone? She doesn't know what to do with herself? I didn't even see she dyed her hair. Like bright pink. Yeah. No, I don't know. Isn't she always kind of wacky? But, but, she's wacky, but I just think it's like this... I can't change uh, the lockdown or my situation, so I'm going to change something about myself. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I figure she did. Well, I'm sure a lot of people did that, or, or are, are in the midst of doing that. Mm-hmm. But she's really successful, Whitney Cummings. She is very successful. Yeah, and well, she kept saying it. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And Eddie Letterman is on the come up. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, she's not. She doesn't have a Netflix special or anything big like that. Who do you think? <laughs> I thought Letterman was the funniest. I mean, they were both. She was shitting on all Tim Pool, all the comics. Like, she, she, she sort of has a, um, she doesn't get, give a fuck right now. And she'll just say whatever comes to her head. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was really funny or the funniest of Whitney or her. Sure. Out of Whitney or her, she was funnier. I all agree with that. Absolutely. Did you guys, uh, of course you heard, we all listened. Uh, mosquitoes, they're injecting all the, or they're mo- genetically modifying those mosquitoes. Nothing can go wrong there. So that they're all females, I think, or the other way around, all males. Yeah. Nothing can go wrong there. Well, that's like the start of every horror movie. But, but I think they're doing it, it's like the battle out Sika or something. 750 million mosquitoes? I mean, they're. Not very big mosquitoes. How do they count that, though? Well, they're probably just estimating. Yeah, of, of course. It's just it's big numbers to be messing with Mother Nature. Um, yeah, it's something like the females don't bite. That's privilege. Yeah. We're altering our mosquitoes so we don't get bitten <laughs> anymore. But it's just in Florida, wasn't Why? it? Why? That's how they eat. You're telling me a female doesn't bite? Uh, uh, does she have to feed her eggs blood or something? I don't know. Here, I'll look it up while I'm um, talking trash. How about that Rich Voss joke, though? Um, I don't mind fucking a girl while she's on her period. I just pretend like I'm murdering her. <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. I thought that was pretty funny. I think it's hilarious. I, I think they're all really 
going through a state of shock right now. Because just we were talking about before, things will never be the same. Like, hopefully, the Austin Club or whatever Joe does will be Comedy Store Southwest and revive the thing with lax rules. But they're all really remiss that they don't know when or how the Comedy Store will ever be the same again. And I think uh, Nikki, Whitney, and Annie all sort of want to sit down with Joe to be reassured. I don't think he did that because he's upset or whatever and still angry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'll have to look into that further and let you know. I don't really care. Well, I'm interested now because I didn't really uh, look too far into it. Um, how about uh, Chris D'Elia not being mentioned by Whitney either? Chris D'Elia or Brian Callen, and they had a huge segment of the podcast where they talked about cancellations, jumping to conclusions. So, I mean, it's it's pretty damning in, in silence. As we said a week ago, we didn't want to speculate or anything. But I was screaming at the uh, thing, Max Hardcore, Max Hardcore. <laughs> I, too, was screaming Max Hardcore. Oh, yeah. I figured we all were. I thought that was uh, fitting. Ooh, yeah. Is that a Max Hardcore thing? Mm-hmm. I've actually never seen one of his videos. I just I showed you one. I, I don't know if you have. You've never seen someone piss in a girl's butthole? Yeah, I showed you him pissing all over a girl's face. Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay, sure. I don't think I ever heard him using his tagline. Oh, that was put a, it that way. a funny sidebar. You know, uh, I listen to Adam 22 sometimes. Sure. No jumper. He had... Um, this girl on who admitted to blowing seven Phoenix Suns in one session. Uh, after the podcast, she got disowned by her dad and lost her job. And then a week later on OnlyFans made $100,000. Wow. That's where we're at in this universe. That's where we're at. People dig sex, man. Were you also yelling at the um, thing? Ringer. Ringer. They were trying to find out what uh, it was called in horseshoes when you throw the thing onto the ring, or when you no, you do, no, okay. no, I forgot. I don't know I enough about horseshoes. I was yelling. Um, let's see what else we got here. Do you think they should have a podcast together? Because Joe was pretty uh, adamant about it. I liked their chemistry. I, I really did, and uh, it's sort of like. Uh, Whitney Cummings is the rich person and Annie Letterman is the regs of riches sort of thing. So they have that differences. It'd be more annoying if they're both two super successful comedians. How much do you think Whitney Cummings is worth? I don't know. She did two broke guys and a bunch of sitcoms with Delia, Netflix special. <laughs> but let, let's not leave it to uh, speculation. What do you think she's worth, Matt? I think she's worth uh, $11 million. Uh, I don't know. $3 million. Whitney Cummings' net worth, and she's having a crisis, eh, doing those uh, shows in her backyard, Alice Chappelle. That's how I know it's so important that Chappelle keeps doing those shows. They're desperate to perform. How about Basket Case comes from soldiers in the war who were able to fit in a basket because they got all their limbs fucking shot off or whatever? That's not very nice. No, it's terrible. $30 million. What? Holy shit. I wonder how she got so fucking rich. 
Well, there you go. That shows you that David Blaine's 40 doesn't really mean fuck all. I guess not, if she has that much. Well, like, if his first special was in 1995, that's 25 years. If he made $2 million a year, he'd have $50 million. And I'm assuming for those shows, he's making a million dollars. Like, to uh, sit in ice for 63 hours. He's doing that for five grand. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, they made a good point that they can use the studio. Because I guess he's not getting rid of the studio. Mm-hmm. Did he agree to that? I never heard him agree to that. You can't he, really use the studio, though. You need you need staff. Well, you need a producer, yeah. Well, they could use the structure. I'm just saying, but even to get, you know, you need, yeah, I guess. Do you think Jamie is just like, uh, it's not um, an upheaval for him to move? Uh, well, I mean, it's definitely an upheaval for him, but the money he makes, why would he care? He just goes where the money is. I would. I don't think he has a family or anything. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if he had more roots, it might be more of an upheaval, but... I think most of his roots are probably through Joe Rogan. He looks at life as I do what Joe does. I also think he looks at it like Joe will fly me back whenever the fuck I want. Yeah, I think all of those things are true. I was still trying to figure out how much he makes. Well, again, I mean, we've had this discussion before. I have a feeling that when Joe makes $100 million, Jamie is somehow involved in that, whether it's a percentage, something. I totally agree. Which means, again, he is a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm moving to Austin. Yeah. But who knows if they'll want to fly back to LA? Well, when you're flying private and you have a sick place, I don't think it's... Well, just, I forget what I was listening to, but they're saying just how these, the tent cities are growing exponentially these days. If there's anything to go back to. Well, he'll have the comedy store to go back to. Out of all the comedy places that will survive, it will be one of them. There will still be some comedians who live in L.A. Well, they're saying, I think, the Laugh Factory is going under. Yeah, it's not the comedy store. No, no. I I think Joe himself will keep the comedy store afloat. Are they making a documentary about the Laugh Factory? No, I think uh, the owner's a jerk. Anyways, you you get my drift. No, but I truly believe every comedian, if it came time, would be like, what do we need to put up, 20 grand each? done and just keep it afloat why wouldn't they it would be in their best interest too why if it's just losing money because they can't hold enough people i mean they are business people at the end of the day not just philanthropists do you think joe almost cried when they're like you've made everyone's career on this show like he's the new carson no but it made me wonder how many podcasts he's actually launched not even podcasts just Bringing a comedian's name to prominence. Or not even comedians, I guess. Even like authors and stuff. Well, that's why we used to do the bump. Yeah. We used to. Keyword. But I mean, I think he made Tom Segura. Yeah, no, I agree. He made a lot like of comedians. The, the, uh, Ari Shafir, the or list made goes on. is the wrong word. Provided a platform for them to succeed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And his last prodigy is now Ali Mikofsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want to get into that again. Oh, no, no, no. We did not want to get in that. Anyways, yeah, I didn't have a ton of notes for these gals. Well, I think it's because it's um, literally like the end of school saying goodbye. That's why these podcasts are happening. Not there was something specific to talk about. I mean, they didn't have anything to sell, obviously. Well, like I said, I think it has to do with the comedy store doc. I think they're just a bunch of people around because of that thing. 
And they all just got together, obviously. They had a big party there or something. Do you think it was interesting you only did three podcasts this week? I mean, David Blaine was like two and one. A tale of two podcasts. Well, he had to like poke him through the arm. I bet that was super traumatic for Joe, but he couldn't like refuse. No, well, again, I think he's filming a documentary and he's moving. Yeah. Would you want to poke through somebody's arm? No. No. Not in my studio. I'd be like, buddy, I don't need to see this. You're here to talk to me. Has Do either of you guys know somebody who's murdered somebody? Well, I told you. I know the, there's a dude that used to come to Big Dumb Greg and I's house all the time. He didn't murder someone, but his buddy OD'd, and they oh, put him right. in the bag and put him story. in the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. No, I was thinking more like, you know, like murder, murder. Well, and I think a guy we I went to a guy I went to Hopewell with ended up. I think he was the guy that killed Ardeth Wood. Who killed who? I'm sorry. Remember Ardeth Wood? That was like ten years ago. She disappeared in Ottawa. They found her body in again the river. Really? Yeah. My mom knew. Um, shit, there was some like famous, like true crime case that happened around here. I knew a kid that killed his mother, but I didn't know him when he killed the mother. I'd known him, then I did not know him, and he killed his mother. So that's the closest I have. Interesting. Yeah, no, I don't think I know anybody. I mean, in your line of work, you must run across a lot of people. No one talks about it, though. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. First rule. First rule of house painting. Yeah, no, I don't know a murderer, Simon. I don't, well, maybe maybe we all do, and we don't know about him. (laughs) Maybe we all do, and we don't know about him. Maybe you're in the room with one right now. And did you find Whitney Cummings? She was just sort of regurgitating the um, the brain scientist guy, and she agreed with us because she had had him on her podcast last yeah, week. Huberman, yeah, exactly. she had a huge crush on. Him. She had a huge crush on. I him. didn't watch him. Is he like that strapping, or is he just strapping for a neuroscientist? I said he was hunky. I guess you just didn't listen to me. That's quite possible. It's definite. But it just seems like she, whatever she absorbs, she just becomes. Um, a sponge then repeats that. Yeah, that's what I do too. Oh, well, then you have a lot of That's what most people do. I guess so. And then they take some of that information and they start formulating their own ideas. But if she just heard them, maybe she's still digesting it. Oh, it was very fresh. Trying to get an idea from Joe what he thinks is right so then she can, like, you know, support or deny her idea. Like, this is what human beings do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry that upset you. No, it didn't upset me. Okay. Just, I felt like you were driving somewhere. No, I was just, just observing, at the observing, and you stuck Human up for Human nature. Uh, well, the, the 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 weird thing is the dyeing her hair. It's just like Nikki Glaser wanted to shave her head. Like, I think there's just a. Nikki Glaser was absolutely never going to shave her fucking head. She tweeted it, and it got her on Joe Rogan, so it served its purpose. Well, that was more. That was more my point. You think she was just reaching out for attention? She admitted she was reaching out for attention. Just she got the right attention she wanted. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Let's, uh, I wonder if she's like, universe, <laughs> I want to be on Joe Rogan. Throw a tweet out there, see what happens. Just to jump back, it was funny in her, um, the Nikki Glaser podcast, she was like, what are you addicted to? He's like, I'm not addicted to anything. He's like, addicted to exercise? Like, I'm not addicted to exercise. And he's like, I'm addicted to exercise. He realized. Oh, he knows. He worked he it out in a, in a four-minute span. So I think Joe likes to have the girls around because they're honest with him. 
and then make fun of him and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two are. They all and make they fun of him. Don't know the next time they're going to see each other. I mean, he he had a great time. Well, they're all going to go and play at his club. Like it won't be long until he sees him, and people are going to go for his podcast. Like. Listen, there's only 52 weeks in a year. I know, but if you're a comedian, any comedian, I don't care who you are, it is good for your business if you're on Rogan. So getting on a plane or a train or an automobile or a UFO or fucking time traveling to Texas, you're going to do what you got to do. Do you think on the new show? Am I wrong? No, I'm sure the comedy condo will be beautiful. But do you think on the new show it'll be as repetitive guest wise as it has been last while? Well, no, but we know that that's because L.A., everybody's stuck in L.A. Well, exactly. So do you think there'll be people flying in every week? Or yes. will he be flying them in? He'll probably well, be flying I assume them he'll in. have a lot more young comedians on. You think? Yeah, I do. Why? Because he'll have a lot more young comedians coming in. And again, the ones where he's, I don't know, I just feel like he, he'll put a lot of people on the come up. Uh, oh, he'll bring a lot of people in from Texas, you mean? No, I just meant in general, he'll bring a lot of people to his club in Texas, young comedian-wise. Oh, gotcha. And then the, yep. the ones he really takes a shine to. Yes, you're absolutely Or in right. Kamar's opinion, the ones that suck his dick, he'll then... And you know... Allegedly. And you know what? That is... That makes for a better podcast. Different variety of yeah, comedians? Yeah, just, I just... Like, I don't mind having comedians, but I want to hear different stories. I don't just want, like, a fresh take on a hot topic. Because I'll listen to their podcasts for that. Because all these guys have their own podcast, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think that's a waste of time when you're on Rogan. But Hot I, takes. I hope you're right. I, I hope that's the case. I mean, I'm probably not. I'm never. No, I think, I think that you make a pretty solid uh, point there. Anyways, let's rate this and be done with it. That's it. We're giving them 17 minutes. That's it? It was 17 minutes? That's what you Okay, forget them that. Man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll go through. And uh, I'm sorry. I should have peed when I was out there and I it's didn't. And we can be done. I don't care. I mean, no, I don't no, no, take no. the That's notes. That's ridiculous. And... We've never given anybody 17 minutes before. Like, that mm, makes this. Someone's scene. for sure gotten 17 well, minutes. We, we probably gave David Blaine too much because we did him twice. That should have been 25 minutes. Um, like, I, you guys didn't really like this podcast. That's what I'm, I'm gleaming I from I, this. I just, it seemed like they were... Okay, this was I, actually the best podcast of the week. I, I, I liked it a lot, yeah. Yeah, I'm a David Blaine guy, obviously, this week. So. Yeah, clearly. Um, it, when it first got posted, it was it said 50 minutes on YouTube. Like, it, they, they made a mistake or something. I was like, what the fuck happened? Did they just Weird. say their names and then leave? But then... Um, it got reposted and it was three hours. Oh, when they were talking about the text chains and what gets erased and how long things stay up. What do you mean when comics talk? Yeah. Their real mind? Weren't you like, oh my God, that's Dalia. Wow. I think it's all of them. Remember that moment to me is still like insane. That they have it on camera. On the fighter and the kid. realizes about the... Uh, the Snapchat memory. screen. Yeah. Screen save. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. Uh, but it's it's more from funny to creepy. Yeah, like it's, it was hilarious. It's too now. real. Yeah, it's too real. That's what. That's yeah. At first, it was just. <laughs> but again, great meme. That might he just might be like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be exposed as like a creep, not necessarily as a criminal. Yeah. In all fairness to him. And in all fairness, that's what where this podcast came short because they talked all about that stuff and they didn't bring them up. Well, they're not allowed. Joe is Asamant. Well, has he said Delia as well, I wonder? No, Delia probably, she doesn't want to talk about it. 
I, I feel like Letterman would talk about it no problem. Yeah, she would talk about everything. She'd right? talk about everything, anything. Yeah, yeah. Do you think she's more authentic than Nikki Glaser? Yeah. Yes, 100%. Like I don't if she know if told I, me she was like, I enjoy getting cum on my face, I'd believe it more than when Nikki says it. That's I don't know for if sure. I find Nikki Glaser not um, authentic as just she, I feel like there's a bit of a character going on. And I don't mean a character like Carrot Top. I mean, like, just, you know, everybody kind of. I'll put it to you this way. If Nikki, if, Nikki think w- she is. if Nikki Glaser was a guy, you would definitely, like, think about any guy you've ever met that only talks about sex. Aren't you immediately like they probably never fuck? Yes, 100%. So there you go. So I'm giving her the same benefit I would give if to any man in the world. If you talk about girls too much, That's you're it. probably gay. <laughs> no, no, but, no, but you I, know what I'm, I I'm Yes, with you. you're with me. Yeah. I just there's I know a few guys that just always it's always sex and and you're like it's this guy never fucking It's not just a few guys. I bet you like this is totally anecdotal, but I bet you'll get the exact same anecdote from every second person you ask. Guy do you know a dude who overcompensates talking about sex because they're hiding the fact that they never get yeah. laid or that they're homosexual? But do you even run with those people anymore? Well, no, but that's they still exist. Yeah. But I think it's a youth thing to be obsessed with sex and talk no, about sex. No, I disagree. I think it's like a mental disorder thing. So mental disorders, like the tiniest little bit starts to show itself as you get older. Like a, it's like a compulsion to lying or something. Yes, I cannot exactly. remember the last time I was with someone who was like overtly talking about their sexual proudness or something. Oh, I can. When my twenties, everyone. I can did. guarantee you that you have. I'm not going to give you the example now, but I know for a fact okay. that it was like, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like <laughs> for sure, you have. I'm going to tell you, and you're going to be like, oh yeah, okay. Anyways, whatever. I already know. It, do- it doesn't matter. <laughs> How catty. <laughs> Um, so what else we got? Uh, I mean, let's not force it. If we don't have hair, I was really hot there for a second. I was having a hot flash and I, I think I breezed through a couple of things here. Um, cause I honestly, like I, I thought this was a good one, but there were no, like, it was a lot of jokes. They were just kind of shooting the shit for one last time. And jokes are reminiscing. Yeah. There wasn't like a mat, like a serious talking point where I could have been like, Oh, there we go. Well, it would be them if they're subsequently start a podcast it becomes really successful we'd know the genesis moment this was something that i had written down that we should discuss what do you guys think about the idea of a man cannot be raped if he has an erection i've always said i personally totally disagree with that i'll let you guys go first if you want so let me ask you this then okay so you think that a man could suck your dick and you get hard. On, you brought this on yourself. Well, because that's the same argument, right? Like that, like you just have no control over how good it feels. So you get hard, right? But you're being raped. Yeah, I think that. So if you were tied to a bed, dick out, and a guy, a big burly man walks into the room and starts aggressively egg yoking your dick. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, no, I see your point. I mean, you you wanted to go down this road. No, not no, me. no. So, so what does that mean then? Well, that's what I'm saying. That I'm so, gay? well, I don't know. That's what, that's what we're asking. That's the question. So, <laughs> no, no, if no, you no, get no. hard, there. the question isn't whether you're gay. No, I know. It's the question you is, can be raped. Yeah. So that's, but that's this is the perfect example. So my my is that the perfect example? But you're though? saying the yes. erection is consent. 
physical consent. I'm not saying that. They were saying that. Yeah. And you, that's and the, you, and that's you the question. The, is um, the erection consent? Like, no, of course it isn't. Just, okay, let's say, Matt, I don't like that you put that on me, but let's say you were tied to the bed yeah. and a guy came and started stroking your dick and you got hard. That doesn't mean you're gay. That means that your dick could have a mind of its own. It means your dick is gay. No, it means that... <laughs> well, I don't know what it means, Simon. That's why I'm asking you. People get like, fucking fear boners. You get fear boners? I don't, but it was a whole episode on The League. Like, it obviously exists if they were talking about it. The League is not a comedy show? Yes, but those so things come from... Real life. Okay, listen. If oh, you, I'm with you. Fine, If you don't fine. think there are some people who get I'm sure, fine. Someone gets get a fear boners, boner. Yeah, you're I've, fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I I can't see I can't sit here and say definitively no so one gets look, those. Here's a really good example, better than your gay example, because that one throws like a kink in the mix. Because then it's somehow like questioning it doesn't throw the a kink in the mix. Sexuality. It's the same. Like no no no. Because fine, like let's a really big tie, fat. Let's chick. say you're tied up. Mm -hmm. Here, this is a good example. Okay, let's say you're tied up. You've been kidnapped and you're tied up, and these guys were. Wait, you just said no guys. <laughs> People in masks that you're scared of because they've kidnapped you and tied you up and you're naked. But they have breasts. No, you we don't. You can see because of their shirts. We don't know what they have. But I mean, that would help. No, they have huge voluptuous Hey, that's breasts. even better. What if they were like super, what if they were super sexy girls naked and they were. I'm down then. You see the problem. No, you're, you're still tied up and kidnapped. So. Yeah, but it's like I, this could be worse. Right? Like as far as kidnappings go? Oh no, there's two hot girls okay, trying okay, to fuck stop. me. Okay, stop. Let's start again. Let's okay. start again. You get kidnapped. Do they have herpes all over their genitals or something? No, because then that would probably make you not hard. Okay. I mean, I, I, but what if it does make you hard and then they give you herpes? Like, Well, this is where I'm going with you. But let's say... Um, I got it. The pee boner. Pee boner. Exactly. Pee boner. Yeah, I know. What if they get you right first thing in the morning? They'd have to be timing it and be... Uh, no, Craft, no, no, no. You know but that exists. Back to my scenario, Matt. So you're kidnapped, you're waterboarded. Mm -hmm. Then the hot girls come in. So like you know bad shit is going to happen to you. As soon as you're done with the hot girls, more bad shit is coming. This pattern plays itself out, you know? So like are, are you then... This pattern plays itself out. So I've get, already fucked the hot girls. I but know. But if you get hard by the girls jerking you off... It doesn't mean that you're liking what's going on. Like you're still being held prisoner and you're going to be waterboarded in two minutes. As soon as you come. You're very defensive. I feel like you've no, been kidnapped just, and raped it's, at it's, some, <laughs> in some sort of weird scenario. No, 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 no. I was just, they were going real hard, like hard in the paint. Uh, and if you get a boner, then it cannot be rape. And I just think there's mitigating circumstances to everything. But I think only 1% of men would admit they're raped in that situation. And there might be a larger percent, percentage you consider they were sexually assaulted. If they, a, a girl made them grab their pussy or, or whatever it is. Remember the Chappelle joke? What There's a that? rapist in Dallas right now. This particular rapist is different. Because this rapist is a man. He's going around raping other men. And he goes, eight have come forward so far. Which means there must have been thousands of victims. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, that's a tough one oh to sell. Oh my God, yeah, it's true. I think it's impossible to say the boner is consent, but it is sort of consent. No, but you can't say that. Look. I just did. I'm not. I How am, about this? Here's I'm the question. I'm not disagreeing what if at you a come? lot of the time. What if you come? 
Well, again, it's totally out of your, your control. No, 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 no. You think no, no. you can control whether you come or not? Well, stop. Because listen, I I get the initial erection, maybe fear boner, like you said. But you can you are you telling me you couldn't get to a state in your head where you're like just thinking about nuns playing baseball and like you couldn't lose the erect? Like you're telling me that again? Let's use the dude scenario. That if a big fat naked guy comes in and just starts aggressively jerking you off, he is gonna milk your cock. That's fucking obscene, <laughs> it's Simon. It's insane. It's insane. It'd I probably know. pull you out of it. But it's it, probably if, crazy. If, if a woman is raped and she's come, she's not raped. She is raped still. Are you saying if you rape if a woman? Well, is raped, what a terrible! This is a terrible conversation. Because well, I don't know if, you, if it's a, apples and apples. Well, no, because well, I'd rather a, talk about you, men getting raped. You know that a woman usually for a woman to orgasm, it's like. In the head. A lot of yeah, mental. Oh yeah. It's all upstairs. So, but for us, like that's the whole argument. For us, it's so physical. But fine, which but is hold on. Why have you not maybe met a, the terrorist stop, could jerk you off. But have you not met a girl too that like you touch her six times and she squirts all over the place? So you could argue too that like maybe that girl unfortunately gets Again, raped. And- I, I think fewer and farther between than a guy who like once he starts, he can't stop, you know? Is blue balls the concern you have in your rape story? Is that what you're worried about that you have to finish? Of course not. Of course not. I'm just, look, when you're young and you're going, Mm -hmm. like I'm just wondering what breaks you out of that, you know? I'm trying to think back. I'm old now. Okay. So now it'd be no worry for you at all. Like it's a struggle to get it up anyway. So (laughs) the rape would never happen now. No. Okay. Again, I still think it, I don't know if it's a problem, Matt, because I've never been held. Well, I mean, now that there's raped. Viagra, it's different, right? Because what if they force-fed you Viagra? Well, that's exactly. And then what you they just have do. like a six-hour. Oh, I mean, that's erection. even fucking worse. You have this thing you can't control. Or maybe that's better. We've got a flip-flop. The boner is no longer maybe consensual. That's better. The boner doesn't have to be let's, consensual. Let's I think keep this in mind. Hold on. I think if you're kidnapped and they're going to be doing there's, sexual there's shit, two to you, things, it's never good. First of all, there's two things we're getting wrong. First of all, when men get raped, it's by other men and it's in the ass. It's never someone jerking you off. We're talking, in prison. we're talking about the best case scenario where That's someone crazy. wants to get you off, which is like the most generous. Because think about that. That's never how rape in a woman's case goes. There are definitely some. You're right. There it's are always the some person trying to get in them. prison, though, who like sucking other dudes dicks. Like That's what they get off on as opposed to blasting dudes in the butt. Don't you think you are like closet? Don't you think? Dude, I don't dudes? know. You've watched Oz, man. You look at me like you've never seen the fucking well, show. Well, because I've seen it on television. Well, that's like, where what? I've seen it too, man. Well, I'm not going off of TV I as d- my everything fucking... Everything I know comes from Joe okay. Rogan and television. What do you want from me? I don't know. He was defending your boy Graham Hancock. I'm surprised you didn't bring that up. He was defending my boy Graham Hancock? Well, he went into the Oh, discussion. yes, he did. Well, because they were talking about what I talked about last week. The discussion. Okay, but that's not in your notes. Well, well, experts you were about to 17 minutes so in. You so angry at me when I talk about that. No. And I just talked about it. It was last a Matrix week. moment. Well, again. Yes. Okay, fine. Matrix moment. I'll take that. But yeah, I mean, he should be back on. He should be the first guest. I was thinking the other day, there's no reason why you couldn't have a podcast with Jim. Graham Hancock. There's a huge reason why. What the I fuck? He, what is he sitting around doing nothing? If you called him up, he'd give you an interview. Really? I don't think he would. I think he would. And I don't think I would be smart enough to converse with him. No, you just ask him questions. The same questions that like a million people have asked him. I don't know if I would. What am I going to ask him? I, about I, magic with I, a K. You could definitely talk about magic. I thought you were interested in him. And I'm sure it is not out of a reach to get him on a Zoom 
podcast. First of all, we decided when he was on that Joe skirted around the question because in his book he clearly oh yeah won't say but says people move shit with their mind oh no, no. so you could just he ask said, him that matt so there you go joe never asked about that yeah. that's the first thing that's you could say listen i would ask him about especially if you true. weren't going at him with a gotcha trying to discredit him moment if you're generally interested and generally fan i do not think it's even close to impossible yeah okay but why would i do it because you talk about him all the time that's only reason you brought it up yeah never meet your heroes man. never talk to your heroes okay fine Anyways, put that on the pedestal. It's possible. He actually yeah. hates Simon. He I think I think all your magic ideas are stupid, personally. Yes. Or what if you ask him he a question? He might hate me. I believe in aliens. I don't even know what he thinks about aliens. What if you ask him a question? He's like, I never thought of that. And that starts a new book. Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah, so. What if we collaborated on something and we went like to uh, Machu Picchu? Then Not, you'd never have to be raped again because you'd have a 24-7 erection all he, the fucking time. You would have time. gone on an airplane. I'd have to get be on many miracles. Oh, Simon, that reminds me. I'll save it for the post, Joe. I'll write it down. Write it down. Now well, let's rate it. Please. Okay, there. We gave them. We gave them their just desserts with all that fucking forced boner talk. <laughs> um, I Bottom give this one a three. I thought Annie shined in this one. I give her a four. I give the episode a 3.5. I give it a three. And I don't remember Annie ever being on before. Where I do remember McClowski being on some. And he was that. on and she told about how she was blackout all those years. And yep. She, it was a total come up. It was an interesting conversation. We did it. And I think we sort of thought she was a bit of a slut, but now uh, I really like her. She's growing on me even more. She, I don't think I ever thought she was a slut. That sounds like something you would have thought. Yeah, probably. Got huge hoops. Hmm. You know what they say about hoops. Tell me. The bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Go on. That's, that's the it. end of it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's it. Sorry this week was such a fucking clusterfuck. A we disaster, rated every episode. Total nightmare. All Bunch my bad. Fuck faces we are. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to uh, hit us up, you can email us at jreepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both jreepod or at jreepodcast. Uh, you can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Simon wants to be left alone. Follow the show. There you go. Um, there's a Reddit or a subreddit. It's uh, reddit.com slash podcast. If you want to join the conversation. And the Patreon, of course. Uh, patreon.com slash podcast. You can head over there and support the show. Uh, just be aware the that guy tier <laughs> is going away. Or I guess Brian. What's happening? Are we going to cancel him? It never made It doesn't matter. Brian Redband is going to be oh. the $5 level now, and that guy is going to go away. So there's not going to be a $1 level anymore. So if you're at the $1 level, you can continue giving us a dollar a month. canceling that guy. Someone had to go. Inadvertently. Well, no, guy. listen. Someone was going. We, we made that choice. Maybe you guys actually did this to him because you guys decided this a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. So I think you guys did this to him. Because inadvertently, the two of you say things on this show, and they happen. I say things and the opposite happens. Rarely. Anyways, yeah, go on with your... Anyway, you can join the Patreon uh, for as little as $5 a month. There you go. Um, and for that, you will get uh, the post show early. And you also get uh, a bunch of episodes of This Won't Age Well. And Undying Gratitude. Yeah, you get that as well. And the YouTube. 
you can watch us do this every week if you uh, want to. It's uh, youtube.com slash podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave a like. I don't care. Any about I, we really just care if you subscribe. We want to hit that thousand mark so we can start making uh, like 50 cents a week off this thing. Uh, so hit subscribe. That's it. Anything else? Go to say? iTunes. Leave a good review. Oh, you got one. You Thanks got one so review. much, guys. That great, is how great, we fight the trolls run. out there is by speaking our minds. Give up. All right. That's it. Again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week weekend. Stick around for the post show. Keep your eyes open. 